This is the first main song for me. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Like Superman. <laughs> and this technically isn't the theme, but it's like, it's a big, it should be, I think this should be the theme. It is, you're right. Yeah. Is this like the opening credits of the of the movie? I know this is where they're landing on the island in the helicopter when they get to the oh, first okay. they first get to the island. The helicopter's flying to the uh, to the to the island. Okay. Now the theme from Jurassic Park is this one, which is of course another iconic musical piece. I mean, it's a slower. It's a much slower, like as you would say, like sub subdued, subtle. Yeah. That's the horns section of the orchestra, if I'm not mistaken. What instrument is that? I just know, like, in the credits, it pops up finally, and then you see, like, Kathleen Kennedy's name on there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, like, oh, no, oh, no. no. Is she Persona Van Grotta at this point or no? I mean, Star Wars. I mean, yeah, she's got to be Star Wars, but her name's on every movie. I just realized that she produced everything. Iconic uh, yeah. song. Probably, probably one of the more widely known John Williams themes, you would say? Uh, I would, gosh, that's a, yeah. I guess I kind of is, but I, it's definitely below Star Wars and Superman for me. Yeah, if you take if you take Star Wars out of the mix with this top, go to the top of the, the, no. the line. No, Superman would still be Superman. No. Still going to be a, yeah, no. like no, 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 no. It is good. Yeah, yeah. Superman, Superman. I mean, it's more of a part. Jurassic Park. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know the theme, and I now hum it because you know it's like, yeah, I guess you're right because I was humming it a lot for like no reason. <laughs> Uh, this is Bevon. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And uh, we're going to discuss the 30th, gosh, man, we're old, with <laughs> the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park for this uh, episode of Bevon. Uh, then we got a bunch of other stuff. We got uh, the, the, the finally, thank goodness, conclusion of Prime Awful, uh, Justified. <laughs> um, with the, with, with the like twist kind of ending, too. So, or like, uh, you know, it's funny because I was listening to the last episode that we did and we recorded it, and I said, like, it should have just been about Boy yeah, Crowder. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you think that was added in late or or was that the plan all along? I feel like that was like, uh-oh, I think we need to go back to, like, the beginning because, like, people, like, we're starting to, I don't know, I, I haven't seen the ratings, but I feel like that might have been a rating kind of like, oh, gosh, we need a second season. Let's bring back, a, you know, let's bring back that character. Oh, for sure. They're, they're like, hey. Um, in case we want a second season, let's bring back Boyd so then they, we can tease the Raylan Boyd uh, show. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Because it's like a 15 minute scene almost. Like, a, <laughs> it's like instead of just being like a quick thing, it winds up being like a whole, like almost an episode. Like, a, like yeah, a, it's a definitely a, a lengthy epilogue. Uh, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah, and there's um, actually there's another part too where Raylan's on the boat too. So. Uh, let's do a pour. What do you get? Right. Maybe you'll find something that's coffee adjuncted for this uh, for the time of the morning. Like for like first, like. <laughs> maybe you get lucky. And I don't know if you know if there's any coffee adjuncts in there. So we're, we're doing something new today. I'm trying to come up with the name of the game. Like stump the chump. Are you a chump? <laughs> stump the chump. <laughs> what, what the heck? Oh, I got. I got to figure out a name for this. Uh, give Give me a while. I'm usually good with coming up with uh, right. with names. Like it's you, always a mystery. Uh, Where's the music at? Keep oh, keeping. I have it here. Mm-mm-mm. It's always a mystery. I mean, this really isn't, unless you threw a wild card, this really isn't a mystery. And it's all, I mean, uh, I assume we're, we're going with the motive from this week's beers that you picked up. 
no. I, I, oh, I, I, I should have oh. uh, said anything. You should have said anything like, <laughs> like, like I cannot. You yeah, would have been you... like FOMO. Like, what? Like, there's no well, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, well, yeah, because I'm thinking there's three, so I just have to figure out which one's regular, which one's the uh, FOMO. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, so you went be... like, completely different then. Oh, oh yeah. Shoot. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not I... gonna... I see you're wearing, as I am, the veil shirt from the uh, summer fests uh, that okay. we just got in the mail today okay. or okay. yesterday. Yeah. Um, so, th- so this is the new game, and it's basically you're gonna have to guess. I you probably can't. You know, I'm not gonna be guess, guess the, the adjuncts because there's no yeah. way I can guess, yeah. especially if I've never had. Oh, the style like, could be that's a that's a possibility. Yeah, yeah but they're all they're pretty obvious so, unless they're, they're all like, like a block logger yeah, or like a black. <laughs> It could be a bar, a dark barley wine. Have we ever had like a lager? Barley wines tend to be like caramelish, <laughs> like a color. Or maybe I put like food coloring in there to like to throw oh, you off. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I might have to mess with. I you. think it, I feel like it'd be hard to unless the beer's light. It's gonna be hard to do the food coloring. You know what I mean? It's gonna like oh, if it's black, it's gonna like oh, it's just not gonna work. It's gonna be like more black. Like <laughs> you just throw, I'm gonna get an IPA and throw like red and blue and yellow in there and just should yeah. turn it all black. So I got Wait. the blue the with the blue top. Okay, so this is the game, this is, I, I'm, which I'll come up with a name for, but it's basically guess the adjuncts. What I've done is I've taken a bottle, I've put it in a jar with the color top, and you're going to have to figure out what the adjuncts are. So you pull okay. the blue. I have the master key right here with the, <laughs> the legend, if you will, on what you've pulled out. So you've done blue. Okay, let me oh, grab, yeah. let me grab let the me quote, guess unquote, the blue adjunct. bottle. Let me see. Don't look over Hopefully here. I don't you're have you're the... looking. You're looking. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you saw it. Oh, you're cheating. I didn't see it. I, my, I do have my glasses on, but I didn't see it. You're cheating. You're in the dark. Like, you're in the dark. Like, you're in the dark today. Like, I'm, like, actually, like, lighted up. Lit up. Okay. So, you're going to have to guess the adjuncts on this one right. here. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you did you do a sniff test? Not yet. I'm about to pull it. Okay. My, I poured it. I'm about to I do several. It. About the, the sneaky sniff, the clothes sniff, the cup sniff. Yeah, and then you got to swirl it. And it's from a distance, I'm smelling like, I want to say the cocoa, but also something that I, that. Oh, shoot. I'd be impressed, man. Smelling peanuts in there? <laughs> it almost smells like cocoa puffs, like a cocoa puffs like smell. Oh, you're right. It does smell like cocoa puffs. Are you, are you cuckoo? Oh, no, for maybe cocoa that's puffs? coconut. Maybe that's coconut. Mm, oh, boy. See. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm a, I, I, it's either, it could be either Cocoa Puffs or Coconut. It might be Coconut now that my brain is starting to like, like a wrap around it. Should I, should I tell you how many adjuncts are in this or no? Uh, yeah, no, let me see cheating. if I can guess. I can sit, okay. see if I can, you know. Okay, go ahead and take a, take a sip. Right. Cheers. Was it? Oh boy. Yeah. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to say all three of the, um, just gave it away. All three of the adjuncts I think are present in this. Okay. I feel like I'm getting peanuts, some kind of nut in there. I feel like Man, I'm getting a nut. You are getting a nut. It is not, it is not oh, peanut. Okay. Man. Okay. So I am, cause it has, I feel like certain nuts have like a, like a shellacky type taste to them. Kind of like a, like, you know, when you eat like a, like a, gosh, what's that one? No, when you eat like the skin, it has almost like a certain uh, flavor to it. Yeah. That's like the cacahuate, the peanut now. What else you got on that? Man. Sam. Maybe it's a pecan because it's got that yeah, like pecan. neutral or walnut. <laughs> so there is a nut, but it's not. I'm not so much. So, so I'm getting there a is, nut. Can I get like a it, half point for a nut? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. It's, it's, let me, let me see a, what else is in here. You want me to tell you what the nut is in the end or now? Yeah, you might as well if I got the half point on it. It is a hazelnut. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the other one. Because I'm, I'm trying to think of like, okay, first we, we know that certain nuts go into beers and, and some are going to be rare. 
Like I don't think have they have we ever had a walnut in a in a beer? Yes, we, we have. have. Okay, yeah. peanuts are obviously common, but the hazelnut is also common. Yes, it is. You got two more to go. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna go with coconut. I guess it you is not. Coconut? I need to get like a buzzard. It is not coconut. Damn. And there's two more adjuncts. Huh? Yeah. I tell you one thing, man. It's got some pretty good heat on it too, because I'm already like I'm starting to feel <laughs> it's like burning. I'm taking too many drinks. Yeah, I'm taking too many drinks. Yeah, I just burned a little bit because I got to do the pictures later on. What else you got in there? Damn, I, I need the Jeopardy. I need the Jeopardy theme song. Yeah, going I want to say maybe a fruit too, but I can't. I can't pull it out. I don't <laughs> like know. you're taking I'm too stunk. long. I need a Jeopardy. I'm yeah, I'm stuck. Right, here we go. This is a uh, luxury uh, which oh. we had last week by. Um, by um, oh shoot! I just got stumped. Uh, uh, Highland Park. I stumped <laughs> myself. Park, bro. And Park, then I looked at it, and then um, I was like, "Oh, like I'm too." Like, I'm staring right at like, it. Yeah, it's like staring at each other. I'm half asleep. <laughs> like, oh, don't look at me. Like, oh, this is luxury, but it's the variant. This is a chocolate hazelnut barreled aged vanilla imperial stout. Oh, vanilla! Gosh, the vanilla, the chocolate. I'm getting because now I'm getting the chocolate, like that dryness. The the, it's like the uh, what do you call it? The dark chocolate. Yeah. I'm getting like the dark chocolate in the back of my mouth now. The vanilla, though, I don't know. Let me see. I'm getting the vanilla, and uh, you know, obviously, it's um, it's easy for me because I'm seeing looking at the bottle in front of me. Damn, I don't know. So, and you're, no, I, cr- you're I get you're chocolate. Cr- Definitely get the chocolate and the hazelnut. I not so much the vanilla. And you're correct on the percentage. This is a 14.1, so it's got some heat to it. Oh yeah, Definitely yeah. I can. Yes, yeah, every little sip was starting to like add up. Like, <laughs> oh boy. Oops, sorry, wrong button there. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, let's talk about current events. Uh, so I did. Re- so there's an event that's going on in Anaheim next month, I think. Um, and I didn't even know about it, but someone had posted it on my uh, on Instagram. It's called Frankenstein. Have you ever yeah. heard of this fest? I feel like I have really? heard of the festival. Yeah, Why are you holding out on me. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's. I mean you know it doesn't. Uh... I, it's probably a long time ago too there because like for some reason Frankenstein reminds me like of uh of a Merkin. So like that's why the word like uh like stands stands out of my mind. And so it's Anaheim, it's in a month, I think, and actually pretty high level breweries are gonna be there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'll buy buy tickets, oh, we'll okay. go buy tickets. Yeah. Uh just as some of the list, Green Cheek, of course, uh one of our favorite breweries. Monkish, another one of our favorite mm-hmm. breweries. Have you heard of this uh brewery called Villains Brewing? No, no, I have you not. Should, you should check check them out on their website because all of the themes are like obviously villains. So like they have like a Joker. Like, re- oh, all. I was gonna say villains are villains. Like uh, like like Joy Theory type villains are like vi- you know. Oh no, they're like cinematic uh, oh, comic okay, book okay. villains. Okay. Uh, Beechwood, of course, Bada Logic, Game Gamecraft, Gun Whales, uh, Honeypot Meadery, Eight Bit, The Brewery, Unsung Brewing, uh, Pizza Porch. Uh, Long Beach Beer Lab, El Segundo, one of your favorite uh, breweries, and uh, Highland Park. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, California, but a few that are not California. Yeah, so I'm not mistaken. I'm, I'm isn't, from, unsung, uh, isn't unsung from Arizona? Oh no, 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 no. They're uh, Anaheim. Really? They're right by Gosh. the Monkish spot. Who am mistaken. I confusing them with? Huh. Um, is it an Arizona brewery? Oh, Arizona. Uh, what are they called? I don't know. Sure? Yeah, I forgot what they're called. Well, I know. I think these are all California. All California? I think so. Probably all Anaheim. No, because eight bits Temecula. Oh, yeah. They're all they're all somewhat local to that region. Okay. 
Uh, you were talking about earlier. There's a UFC fight going on, like right now. That is correct. Because they're in France, they're in Paris. Yeah, yeah. Another thing. It's like the second week in a row that they had a super early UFC. Wasn't that last one like at four o'clock in the morning, like over here our time? Yeah, so yeah. This, yeah, this one started. This one just started. They're they're barely in the first fight. They're in the prelims. Oh, okay. so, yeah. Uh, and that's the the headliner that is gone. That is correct. Who's he fighting? I don't even know who he's fighting. He is fighting. Um, gosh, what was this guy's name? I don't know. Oh, oh uh, Sergey. I don't. Well, I don't even like pronounce his name. Sergey Spivak. Sergey Spivak. Is he any good? Uh, I'm not sure, but he's definitely the underdog in this. Oh, well, Gon got destroyed by. Um, who did he lose to? He, I thought he Bones lost. Jones? I thought Bones he won Jones? his last fights. He, he lost to Bones Jones. No. Right. Yeah, he yeah. lost the title well, from, well, from John Jones, I think. Yeah. And Jones is going to fight a Stipe. Does Stipe have a chance? Well, it's funny because I guess, like, the, the odds in this fight are, like, heavily favoring uh, Jones. And he's like, hey, don't, like, don't sleep on, like, him. You know, I feel like he's selling, trying to sell the card more, but, like, he hey, he's not just, like a, like, a tomato can. You know, he's, like, an actual fighter. But everybody's saying that Jones should just, like, eat, be, easily beat him. Yeah, I mean, I guess Stipe probably has a puncher's shot. Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because that's all that's all uh, Jones has to do is tie him up, and then it's over. Yeah, or get him on the ground, too. That, no, he doesn't. Uh, right. And then the other, I thought this fight should be the main fight. Thug Rose is fighting. Yeah, but she's moving up a class, weight class. Oh, and is she? And she's, not, she's the underdog in this fight. Uh, the, 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 the person she's fighting against, uh, Mignon Fiore. <laughs> I guess she's French. Manon? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This is the event is in France, I believe Paris, if I'm not mistaken. So. Is that like a Manon of the Spring? Was it? Was yeah, that, was I believe you're the... correct. Is that the way correct way to spell that? Spell that Manon. or say that? Because man, it's like Manon. But, yeah, uh, Manon. Yeah. Manon. Uh, <laughs> I took I took a I took some French back in uh, in uh, I did college and high school. <laughs> the only French I know is from uh, Le Mis. That's it. <laughs> Do they just speak any French of that? No, nah, there's a couple of words. Every once in a while, and some of the names are like, you know. You should be reading that in, in French. That's that's one way to learn the language. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the fight that's going on right now. I'll have to check out the check that out later on. Yeah, look at that. We got, we got quite a while for those fights. And the rest of the fighters, I mean, I don't know if I recognize anybody else in the card. Uh let's see, you want to just jump into Jurassic Park since that's kind of the main thing of this episode? All right. Uh, See which which one, the book or the movie? Well, they differ quite a bit. Yeah, um, and they do, they do. Yeah, I, in fact, I will say that the book is more like dire than the movie. The movie is kind of like I know, I, I know, I know. You're probably gonna have a different view, and, and I'm gonna say this right off the bat. I prefer the book than over the movie. Really? Which is gonna be shocking. Gosh, yeah, I, do, I need you. I need yeah. you to see that. Yeah, and also remember, really? I read it. Remember, I read it. I read it a long time ago. This is the second time reading it. But but I feel like the book. The book is more terrifying. Where the movie's more really? almost like campiness to it. I don't know if you noticed that. Like the some of the characters are over the top, and yeah. uh, especially the the Nedry character. That guy's like <laughs> that Newman guy. Like he's too over it, the top. Hello, Newman. <laughs> He's like playing Newman in this. Like, I mean, you know. So yeah. So and I just I, there's a certain campiness to it. Also, look at this weird thing. Like, would they have these guns? They have those franchise spot twelve gauge shotguns, the automatic, and nobody yeah. ever uses them <laughs> through the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, I I definitely gonna say I prefer the movie way oh, yeah, more, yeah, way yeah. more than yeah. the book. The the yeah, movie's yeah. tighter. It's more dramatic. Uh, I will agree. The campiness is there. 
Yeah. Now, but don't forget, this also had to appeal to kids, so they couldn't do True. like a rated True. R dress like the book would be. Oh yeah, the book would definitely be. I think the kill count on that. I think I had like I think I was up to ten <laughs> before I was like, and I, I was trying to think like, how many people actually they don't they never show anybody dying in the movie. Yeah, they do. Uh, but you, two, but no, two no, people. it's always two like people. from, but it's from like it's it's a way you never see it. At where in the people. book, the book, the intestines oh. are described oh, as yeah. coming out. And <laughs> trying, to put, you know, trying to step your intestines back inside. <laughs> The the innies are out. You want to put you might want to put yeah, the yeah. stuff the innies yeah. back in. <laughs> and you're right, you're right. I understand. I understand. This is like a. I assume it was PG or PG thirteen when it came yeah. out originally. PG thirteen. I get it. They need to have the full. You can't make it R rated. And it makes sense. And and also, I will I will say this that uh, Michael Crichton was was a co writer co writer on the screenplay. So yeah. you know, so at the end at the end of the day. He's get to, he's getting a say on this too, so you know. Yeah, no, I I think the film is much more tighter than the uh, than the uh, novel. The character is I think, and I actually think the character the characters are more are more crisper in the movie than uh, in the book. I will say this: some of the characters, uh, there's two characters in the book who I want to die. Like I, I, I want got, them to die. I know, I know, okay, I know. Pick me, pick me. Go, well, yeah, first yeah, of all, ahead. Lex has got to die. Yeah, she's got to go. <laughs> She's got to go right. She's a kid oh, though. She, yeah, and also, bear in mind also, they, they they changed her age in the in the movie. They yes, let her older, so they switched yes. it around. But in the book, man, she's got to go. I'm sorry. All she wants to do is eat. I'm hungry. I'm I'm yeah, sorry. But she's I'm always, hungry. and then she's I'm constantly starving. like making noises and doing all these things. So she's awful. Yeah, she's awful. Oh, you know, who's the other one? Who's the other one that I want oh, that I want to be dead? Oh, probably I'm assuming Gennaro because he, he's the no, attorney. No, guy? no, 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 no. He, he actually liked a, Gennaro in the book. He has a I much better like role in the book than in the, obviously in the movie. He, yeah, yeah. Well, it, sure. It's funny. In the book, oh, he's Oh, I got it. I got it. Uh, Malcolm. You yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that dude does is like like complain. You were wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> and I keep imagining in the I keep imagining Go, your Goldblum in the mo- in the movie is far more so even though he is close to the, the character yeah he's missing all that diet trap oh, he's like pages God. long of him just going on and on about chaos oh. and how man is oh no man is man's <laughs> gonna die but the world's still gonna exist and chaos and yeah like, oh. and even hammond's like oh my god <laughs> shut up already man uh, like can you give her like can you up the morphine on him yeah the morphine him there's, well there's that one part where he's talking he passes out <laughs> then he like and then he gets back up like out of the bed and i'm like what god like go back like go back <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah I, I think I have I have like my my notes are oh boy another preachy tirade yeah, by Malcolm like every <laughs> line especially when he gets the broken oh. the broken ankle and it's like he just goes on and on because he has nothing else to do in the movie so oh my gosh yeah they, so they trim all that fat off the movie and they oh yeah yeah Jeff yeah, Goldblum yeah. like perfect is perfect yeah. um I I will say that yeah he is he is close to the character except for he's not balding and his hair needs to be longer because you know when they describe him in the in the book he's like he wears black he's a rock star. Oh. But he has long hair and it's balding. <laughs> uh, all right, what do we want to do? We'll do compare and contrast. You want to start out with the uh, the book or the movie? Gosh, let's do it the book the the book because okay, yeah, because know. there they, that might be easier for me too because then I already know what's going on. In the Gosh, I got so many notes. Right I think I think I wrote a thesis on this. <laughs> I will say this much: um, I did prefer the movie for sure uh, more so than the book. Um, Oh sure, lost my train of thought. So the book was 1990, and the book, the movie's 1993. So there was a three year delay in in bringing the book to uh, to life on. Oh screen. yeah, yeah. Not that not that long though. If you really think about it, that's pretty quick. It's not it's not something that was sitting on the on the uh, on the shelf for a long time. I guess they bought the property real quick and like, hey, let's get into it. And is Michael Michael Crane's already had a couple of screen adaptations? I'm assuming at that by now, time. Right? Well, obviously Andromeda Strain, but yeah, yeah. there's something else I think that it came out before. 
Maybe Commodore uh, or something. I will say this much. I, I got to say, over the years, I personally have felt that Jurassic Park has aged poorly and it's not a very good film. Hmm. Seeing it again, it definitely, it's, it's, it's a good ride, man. As, as cliche as it is at times, yeah. uh, I had a blast watching it. I told you I saw it in 3D in the theater with the boys uh, uh, and my daughter a couple of uh, weeks ago. Uh, had a blast with it, man. It definitely, it definitely was good. The music's good. It looks good. I think we talked about the CGI and the practicals look just yeah, as good. The practical effects are amazing. The uh, the dino, whenever they could get like the actual full size creatures in there, that's like yeah, that's and that's those Stan. I assume that's the Stan Winston creatures. Uh, yeah, yeah, they look really good. Uh, let's see. So it, so it, so the, the the book is broken down into iterations. Is that what they're and, called? Yeah, and and each iteration is followed by a Ian Malcolm quote about these fractal. Oh uh, yeah. Curves. Yeah. Yeah. And already you're already you're annoyed because you have no idea what he's talking about. Like, <laughs> I look it it like, like the chaos, like, and it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like a, it's a picture and it's constantly shifting. I guess it's like chaos theory or something. I don't know. No, the fractal curve, the fractal curve is a theory that says if, with the shape, if you go in closer to the the outer lying regions of the shape, it'll still retain that shape. And the the further you zoom into it, the, it'll still retain that shape. So mm-hmm. and it's basically saying like um, it's basically saying that uh, that it's a whole like with the non nonlinear equations and like the chaos theory that like the pattern the pattern ultimately repeats, or something like that. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I just saw a picture. I just saw a picture. I just saw a picture with little <laughs> like squares that are constantly moving. <laughs> Let's see. We t- so we talk about the the uh, the introduction has like the talks about the InGen incident and how the proliferation of genetic engineering and biotechnology has uh, has increased over the years and everyone's doing it. No one's being thoughtful about it and it's basically uncontrolled. And a lot of these private manu- uh, uh, science companies are are exploring the uh, biotechnology. Yeah. Uh, then we get to the bite of the raptor. So this is seen in the movie is way more dramatic, obviously, than in the book, because you see what happens at the beginning of the movie with the raptor attacking oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Mel- yeah, yeah, Muld- yeah. Muldoon. Yeah. And 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 for the record, all those guys are strapped with weapons. <laughs> like there's like, you know, Muldoon has like the that the, the franchise spot twelve gate shot shotgun and but all the guys in the back all have like Armalite guns, you know, like like ARs and stuff like that. And it's funny because I don't know. I don't know if the rest of those guns. Is there anybody else in the island at the in the in the movie? You see all these dudes, and there's like only like five people on the island for some reason. Uh, I think they send everyone home because of the storm. Oh, is that what it is? Everybody goes. Storm. Yeah, because in the book there's around twenty four people, I believe, on the island in total. Uh, and then this, so the contrast of that in the book is Hammond doesn't want any weapons on the island. Like Mulder yeah, struggles yeah, to get no a couple weapons, of which uh, is which which is very interesting. There's the only weapons that they have are some uh, I think law like laws or like these like laser guided. <laughs> it's overkill. It's like overkill. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's like rockets, like rockets that they can if those fail, like or they don't use those. They can use like rockets. Yeah, which makes no sense. You'd have to have some weapons on the island. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this well, this brings up a question though. If you go to a zoo, does a zoo have any weapons? I don't think to. it does. It has to have weapons. You think so? Like an elephant to, gun? Yeah. Like an actual, like, like break out the elephant gun. See, I, <laughs> I I assume it's all like darts and stuff like that, like tranquilizers, because there's a lot of tranquilizers too. I'm, so. sure, I'm sure there's a 30 caliber or like a 50 caliber so? somewhere. Okay. <laughs> a 30, 50. It's got, yeah, it's got to be an elephant gun somewhere around there to take out the uh, the rhinos and the... You know. <laughs> 
so this, so we meet uh, Roberta Carter. She's a doctor. Um, and an engine helicopter lands, and Ed Regis, who we, who's actually a major character of the book. Yeah, who is not in the movie. So, no. so that, that's kind of weird. He brings a worker that is injured uh, and has slashes about him. And uh, and what the doctor notices immediately is that on his hands and forearms, he has he has abrasions that would indicate yeah. that he was trying to fend himself off from something. Um, they make they make a they make a mention of he mentioned the injured guy mentions Raptor and then there's like an El Cuco like reference Los to this, Raptor I feel. and then the hoop like the hoopia the hoopia the hoopia like hoopia El Cuco like it takes the yeah, kids yeah. It's, like it's it's a uh, it's a Costa Rican some kind of a folklore maybe like a creature yeah yeah, yeah. I was just thinking like uh, El Cuco's uh, the it's the translation for that mm, um, yeah she starts taking pictures of the wounds and then somehow when they leave they take the, they take her camera away. And then she ends that with looking at looking up what the raptor means in the English dictionary. It means bird of prey. So yeah, our- we also we also find out that the the island is 120, 120 miles away. So they they flew them in from that from that distance. Yeah. So contrast this opening scene with the Muldoon scene in the movie. I mean, come on, it's completely different day. too. And it's oh it no no yeah yeah it's completely different. You right too. in yeah brings yeah, you right yeah. into what's going on. You're right, though. Basically, it's showing you, like, hey, this is how that guy got injured, but we're going to cut the other part out. Like, the Costa Rica part is going to be completely cut out. Yeah, and then we get the, like, shoot, ha! You get the Muldoon uh, oh, yeah. uh, famous part. Uh, and then, again, we see the practical effects of the of the uh, Velociraptor. As you always say, like, less is more. Like, we oh, yeah, see yeah, kind yeah. Of, we sign up part of the head and the eye through, like, some, right, uh, right, some brush. Right. Very, very cool. Uh, let's see the fractal curve. Um, and then we see that I think we see this other scene, which I think is from another movie. I think you're mentioning where the, the where the guy is on the beach with his daughter. Yeah, you know what that's from, if I'm not mistaken, because yeah, because I, I I was getting movies mixed up. This might be the beginning of the Lost World. I think the so. movie. So the sequel, if I'm not mistaken, this is actually so they took this part out and put it into that movie. Yeah, and it's basically the daughter gets attacked by. Yeah, is it the, is it the compies? Is that the compies? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, and she notes that it has three toes, and so when she goes later on, then they try to figure out what what it is. Um, the three toes is like the anomaly. Yeah, um, and it's kind of weird too because in the in the in the book, you know, pretty much really like in the beginning that the that the animals are somehow got off the island and they're mm-hmm. you know and they're probably br- they're breeding you know so it's a right off the bat you know this in the movie it takes a while before this builds up yeah um and so the, so when they take the daughter to the doctor the doctor thinks it's a basilisk uh lizard oh, yeah, yeah 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 and and disputing the fact that the girl saw the three toes but it should have been i think five toes or something right uh, we get another guy, Gutierrez, who we wind who wind up coming back at the end. Yeah, he finds the howler monkey that's eating the lizard and uh, and tranks the howler monkey to get the remains of the lizard because he's going to send it to the states to get an ID on it to find out what it is. Uh, so they send it to a guy who's on vacation, so it winds up going yeah. to another guy, and the guy doesn't know how to identify species. All he can do is test it to see if test it's it, like yeah. poisonous or something, or if it's going to be an issue for like a health scare. Uh, it is kind of weird because they sent a guy. He's like mentioned like once or twice, and then it, it's over. Like that doctor's out of the picture. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, there are other bites that are occurring, other little uh, minor attacks that are occurring. And I oh, guess yeah, yeah. Uh, they mentioned this one midwife who, who's who's the baby she was in charge of, is killed by some of these copies. 
but she doesn't want to report it because she thinks she's going to get in trouble for it. Right, 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 right. And it's like it's basically three compies, and they're like on a on a baby, and they, and that that's not that's a that's another violent scene. Like they kill the baby. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, that's not in the movie either. Yeah, you can't film that. You can't you can't film that. Which is yeah. kind of weird though, because the compies aren't really. They're not supposed to be super aggressive because they're scavengers, but yet they're attacking like, uh, you know, like the pe- like small babies and, and you know, and then later elderly, on, and then later on we see the scene where, you know, it's um, oh, yeah, somebody yeah. else in the book. So yeah. and apparently they're thing. evolving to be more aggressive. And that's a big thing with the, the two deaths in this book that are clearly don't occur. In oh, the yeah, movie, yeah, 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 which yeah. We'll get, which we'll get yeah, to. Yeah, and then, in fact, they change Hammond's character in the in the yeah. movie. Compared to the book, when you finally get inside his mind and when you see yeah. what he's thinking, you're like, oh. <laughs> like, you know, and you realize all along, yeah. he, he kind of reminds me of, of one of my favorite video game characters the, from the game Bioshock. Oh, I hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Where he wants to make his own world and, he, you know, he's, he's a, he's a, what do you call it? He's an, he's an egoist. He's, you know, for himself to you know he doesn't really care about anybody else except for the the glory of the you know of the product you mean citizen kane they're basically citizen kane, type citizen kane too? i mean i mean hearst i mean hearst characters oh, yeah 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 uh yeah the hammond character is quite different although that turn at the end is a little abrupt i feel like he's the, not uh, he, he's not overtly well, well, but, yeah but 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 you know he does make mentions that he, he doesn't like certain char- people in the book he can't stand malcolm because malcolm just rambles over and over yeah i can't stand him either though like yeah, yeah everybody that. can't stand him <laughs> but you're still thinking that he might have some sympathy and also like oh he brought his kids over and then the end that's oh, like oh yeah. he, like, he hates these kids like, <laughs> yeah, it's like oh he's like yeah he's evil. i'm gonna disagree with that though because there's a part in there where he says like hey like much like the movie like bring back we gotta go out and go get my grandkids well he does have but well those are his uh his his kids kids so you know he does have to bring them back i mean you know he can't just let them die <laughs> Let's see. Uh, they see Tatina is drawing one of the, I think one of the um, technicians sees it saying, oh, that's a dinosaur. Like, cool. Oh, like, yeah, my, yeah. My, my kid draws, draws, my kid draws those. <laughs> and How does nobody it, else recognize that it looks like a dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Come on. Yeah. It looks like a dinosaur. Yeah, Come wait on. a minute. Yeah, it looks, it looks like, a, like a raptor type, like a miniature <laughs> raptor. Is it so far-fetched that their mind can't process that or, that's what it is? Or... I think before this book and movie, I don't think anybody really knew what a raptor was, unless you were like, you know, you know, we know what T Rexes look like, and you know, certain like Stegosaurus and the Brontosaurus, but the raptor was kind of like nobody really knows what a raptor was. This movie is the one that made it basically made the raptor like Jaws when everybody started like thinking about the creature, like the animal, you know. Um, so she's like, just go see if it's a dinosaur, and then of course Stone like chases, chest eyes, like how, like how dare you like tell me what it is? I I know what it ain't, it ain't a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we get to the second iteration and then we get introduced to some more characters. We get Dr. Grant and we get Dr. Grant, age 40 and yeah, Ellie yeah, Sattler, yeah. age 24. Yeah. We, so, okay. Here's a weird thing in the movie. I thought that the actors looked too old, but oddly enough, uh, the, um, the Damien is actually like only like 40. He's only 46. So he's relatively close. Yeah. And, uh, Laura, Laura Dern. She's 26 and she's yeah. like, she, but I don't know why. She, I thought she was in her 30s. I'm like, she looks old in this movie for some reason, but she's only two years older. So, okay. so, so clarify something for me because in the movie, clearly they have a relationship. In the book, do they have a relationship? No, 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 no. In, in fact, in fact, um, if it's not mistaken, Grant, because remember, I think Timmy asked him, oh, oh, oh are you going to hook up with the, uh, yeah, you're going to get married. No, she goes, oh, no, she's getting married to a doctor in, like, in Chicago or something like yes. that. Like, no, no. She, in fact, she's engaged, and she's gonna, it's going to happen soon. Yeah, they have no relation. 
you know, he's he's actually like a noble teacher. Like I have no relationships <laughs> with my students. Quote, you quote, you're right though. In the movie, it looks like he's like he's into her, and it's no, like he, oh, they, no, he's definitely they're actually they're hooking. Yeah. They and he's jealous. Too. He's like you're like you're yeah. jealous. Like you're jealous. <laughs> Uh, so, so this, it's clear in the in the book that they're teacher student. Oh, and absolutely. And they the have no relationship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, there is a moment, and I think Gennaro has a thing for uh, for Sattler. That is uh, correct, and yeah. not and not Ian Malcolm. It's Gennaro's the one that has like that the is correct. Yeah, they changed it. It's because the Gennaro character in the book in the in the movie is a combination of Gennaro and Re- I guess Regis too. Yeah, basically, he's like that. What do you call it? Conglomeration of like different characters, and that's why he winds up being like like a ratty character. Instead, in Gennaro in the movie. Is he twice he goes out with Muldoon? Yeah, and it's like wait a minute, and it's not to the very end when they turn him into Hudson at the very end of the movie because the movie <laughs> the book turns into aliens at the very end. It's like it's like, like the nest. Like, like why don't we go there? Why don't we, why don't, like like how many canisters of into a <laughs> And it, that's what they say. It is like 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 why don't we go there and like nerve gas the whole nest? It's literally aliens. Like it's like wait a minute. I think I think, my, I think Crichton was like probably watching aliens in this part. And this like does- um, Gennaro's like I'm not going in there. Like I'm going in there. <laughs> oh, this does post date uh, aliens by yeah, 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 seven 90, years, yeah, 90, right? Yeah. Or six four years, years, five, four, four years, years yeah. prior. Yeah, <laughs> uh, th- there is a moment though where I feel like um, where they were someone's talking about Sattler and Grant has like a smirk on his face, like maybe he probably maybe slept with her once or twice. I think so. Yeah, there. I, I gotta. So? I was trying to. Look, I gotta look it back. Up. I gotta look back up. Uh, I'm trying know. to find my. I never get that impression. I, I, I you're right. I never get that impression. movie obvious. But in the book, I never get that impression. In I'm fact, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find fact, it. In fact, we also find out some information about uh, Grant that um, that uh, I didn't. I, I I either forgot about or didn't know. Where when Timmy tells him like, "Hey," when he when he's talking about, I believe he's talking about Ellie, he goes, "I had a wife, but she died." So uh, it's, it's so that's kind of like interesting too. Like so, you know. Are you ready for another pour? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm still sucking on the first one. Oh shoot! <laughs> I, uh, I went like two ounces, maybe two ounces, maybe. Super light. Oh, give me a give me a color jar and look, make this go quicker. <laughs> you so get this is the seconds. green one, the okay. lime green. Right, Not to be confused with forest green, lime green. Uh-uh. Oh gosh! Oh, what happened? No, no, my uh, my shoulders oh, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that scene when they arrive in the Badlands, that, that which is coming up next, I believe in yeah. the uh, in the book. Yeah. Did you notice this? Did you notice anything in the movie about this? The uh, the area that they're at. It's supposed to be Montana, and, and we've had this conversation before in a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it is it out of the country? Is that no, well, no, no, no? Because when I'm looking at it, I'm going once again. It does not look like Montana. This is like the second time we've seen a movie. After the first of that one Western we saw. Yeah, the Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog, yeah. That's not Montana. So I'm like, wait a minute. That looks like either California, Nevada, or Arizona, or that little area right in the middle. Oh, yeah. And sure sure enough, when I looked it up, it's actually California. Like, so I'm like, yeah. Why don't they just go to Montana? (laughs) All right. You get uh, 30 seconds to give me the adjuncts in this. (laughs) You're taking too long. Oh, there's a lot of adjuncts in this. I'm gonna tell you right now. There's a lot yeah, of I can sm- I can't and I, and I can't get any of them. Well, I got you get one right off the bat. I'll be honest with you. Really? I get one right off the bat, which I'm not sure. I'm pretty I sure. Mostly vanilla. Right. See, this one I feel like there's vanilla. This one I feel like I can pull out some vanilla. Yes, there is vanilla. That's about that it, is, though. That's all I'm doing is vanilla. Correct. Okay, uh, try uh, just one that's really pungent for me, but I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna try only, the taste here. Yeah, only because I have the ingredients. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Present. 
Mm, 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 mm. Oh, yeah. Boom. Oh yeah. Yeah. See now you're get you're now you're picking up on two more big adjuncts. I think now. One is, but it's not cinnamon, but it's like a chili. Yes, it's, it's cinnamon. Chili. Oh, and oh, really? chili. Oh, and chili. You got like whoa. Just, just <laughs> like I'm just, like. It's almost like an Abraxas-y uh, type. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. You're missing. Boy, see. you got all. You're missing two. Wow, you got that right off the bat. Shoot. I don't think I'm gonna get the other ones because the chili and the, like the cinnamon. And the vanilla are like overpowering. What are the other two? I'm not going to get them. I'll take. Um, I'll take coffee, three out of five. Coffee and cacao, oh. which is which is kind of standard. I should yeah. I should I should automatically <laughs> be saying those. <laughs> but I'm smelling the I smell the chili right off the bat. Did yeah, you smell that is, on the nose. I didn't smell the chili. No, I only smelled vanilla on the initial smell. But tasting it though, like those first two, the the cinnamon and the uh, that like that. Uh, I assume it's an ancho chili. Is like kind of there. You taste it. All right, here we go. This is Eternal Slumber by the Vale. Oh, it's an Imperial Stout, uh, an E.H. Taylor, Woodford Reserve, Buffalo Trace, and Maple Bourbon Barrels. Hmm. Gosh, man, I can't see Maple that. Bourbon Barrel? Hmm. Yeah, Maple Bourbon Barrels uh, for an average of 25 months, conditioned on Mexican and Colombian coffee beans, oh. whole Madagascar vanilla beans, hmm. Colombian cacao nibs, Vietnamese cinnamon, and ancho chilies. Oh, I called the chili, so... <laughs> so I got that. I got that. Like right. I think this is thirteen percent. Man, these fonts are so small. I think that's thirteen percent. You get a little okay. heat. You get a little uh, heat to that. I do feel it's less though than 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 less burn than the uh, prior one. Even with the ancho. No, that those don't uh, show up as <laughs> being hot. That's you're basically getting the essence of the uh, the chili. You're right though. It's super good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So this guy, Bob Morris from the EPA goes and, and talks to Grant and Sadler because they, he feels that Hammond's doing some shit, some shady stuff. Yeah. He's another buying character that's not in the movie either. So he's another one. That's, he might be like the, uh, the, he might be part of the, uh, the, uh, Gennaro character. And yeah. Cause then of course in the movie, Hammond visits the site himself. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's just there. Like he just pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> like, like in fact, he's in fact, he's like in the trailer already. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Huh? Uh, so he's buying all the amber up. He's buying an island off of Costa Rica, Isla Nublar. Um, and so he, he talks about, he t so Grant tells uh, Morris about Gennaro had contacted him and he wanted yeah. him to do, so give him a paper on what juvenile dinosaurs would eat and what their yeah. diet would look like. Uh, and then Morris is telling them like, hey, Hammond's bought these supercomputers. He's bought these gene sequencers. You mean the Cray um, XMPs? Yes, <laughs> like no idea what that means. Like, and and but at this point, Grant feels like Hammond's uh pretty is not mean. I mean, I'm not an evil guy. I think he says Hammond's about as a, as sinister as Walt Disney. Yeah, I mean, right. Walt, Walt Disney is pretty wait, sinister. Wait, though, are no? Like, are they insinuating? <laughs> like, wait, are they insinuating that? Though? Is that Crichton taking a shot at uh, Disney? Maybe, or maybe, yeah, maybe. Uh, and then of course Alice calls uh, Grant because she wants him to ID, and so. He gets the X-ray of the lizard, um, and he th th he he identifies it as a dinosaur immediately, and they're trying to determine if it's a if it's a hoax or not. Oh yeah, yeah, because everybody's. I think that's a fr your first thing is going to be, oh, that's that's fake. It's a hoax. And then coincidentally, Hammond winds up calling him and says, "Hey, come on out, twenty thousand dollars a day, and uh, we need your your input." And the EPA is all up my butt for uh, for the island. Also, the company Biosyn's also mentioned too. They're the other like uh, competing uh, uh, company. That's a Dodgson. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Who in the movie? We got, we got Dodgson. Like, yeah. 
in the movie, it's kind of weird because he's just kind of like he, he's a it's a brief little small character who looks like he's out of place. But yeah. in, the, in the book, he's like a, a more in control, top level guy. Like, yeah. uh, you know, so it is kind of weird. He's like a chief geneticist slash engineer, yeah. right? In fact, we find out that he he was the one that was in control of like a rabies, like a like a aerosol rabies thing that was like almost like leaked. Uh, let's see. We get introduced to the Gennaro character. Um, uh, so so Hammond sends Grant and Sadler like a, like a like a almost kind of like a press package of what they can expect, and they're looking over it. They're like, "Hey, why does this place have?" Uh, electrif- electrified fences all over it. So clearly they they don't know what's going on. Uh, and then that, so the whole thing with Hammond and the flea circus in the movie, I guess, oh, is yeah. really about a miniature elephant in the book? Oh, yeah, it's a miniature elephant, yeah. <laughs> and this is where, I believe this is where uh, Dodgson gets the idea that, hey, he's probably going to clone these dinosaurs like uh, because they make them into pets. We do find out that that's not the case, that he has no idea, because he, he's more greedy. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Uh, so, so in, he's, he's claiming that this nine inch elephant was the result of genetic engineering, but it really just yeah. breeding, bre- breeding a smaller elephant. Oh, yeah, so yeah, got yeah. it small enough. Yeah. We do find out that, yeah, you can, you know, by changing, uh, certain things in the, uh, I guess the DNA, you can create uh, certain effects. Uh, and so he's, he manages to raise 870 million for his engine, cor- his new engine corporation. Uh, let's see. Biosyn, Dodgson. Uh, so he does that. He does that uh, secret meeting um, to the board of uh, Biosyn to to take a look at trying to get some samples from a disgruntled employee, um, so they can kind of reverse engineer what what uh, what uh, Engine is doing to try to catch up. Yeah, on that. yeah. Basically, that's that's their their mission. Instead of instead of creating, much like a uh, Bioshock, this reminds me of that. Like they won't, they can't create their own stuff, so they got to take somebody else's stuff and and then uh, they call it reverse engineer. Yeah, uh, with the scene with the Dodgson and Nedry at the airport, which of course takes place down in the islands in the movie. Yeah, um, and uh, also and- another another little side note in the movie because like man, I just like you know because I was looking at the locations and it's supposed to be Costa Rica, right? But I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, why does everybody look like a tourist there? Like, uh, you know, like, uh, and then you realize it's actually filmed in Hawaii, so it's oh. like, yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, hey, that's like a bunch of American tourists there, you know. Uh, let's see. I noticed the other thing was in the book, it's a Gillette uh, shaving king. Oh, yeah. Cam, and in the movie, yeah. it's the Barbasol. Like the, the Barbasol, yeah. It's iconic. Yeah. Come on, everybody knows that Barbasol. The Barbasol makes more, way more sense. Though. I think the Barbasol <laughs> actually, because that look, it looks like the, you know, so yeah. And I use, uh, I still use Barbasol to this day. $1.5 million for 15 species is what uh, he's, but he's going to get paid. Uh, and then we get introduced to the Malcolm character. So do you, did you know? Did it bother you that the chapter titles don't necessarily follow what goes on in the chapter? Um, I thought they kind of did in a sense. I mean, because I mean, especially when it keeps going control, 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 and it's like it goes back to like control. <laughs> oh, who I must who I, I must admit though, the one character I think it's the Arthur character, the Arnold character. I forgot that Samuel L. Jackson yeah. is that character. But, oh, no, but he's like on. a conglomerate. I totally forgot that he's in the movie. Sam Jackson. Like, what, like, what's what? he doing in there? Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I, I totally forgot that. Uh, uh yeah. So the so the chapters like say Malcolm and but it'll flip to about three different characters in in that chapter. So it was, I didn't like that. I don't like I don't like it jumping. Around. I don't like when books jump around from different POVs and different locations within a chapter. Maybe that's just my uh, my pet peeve. Uh, let's see. Malcolm flirts with Sadler. Yeah, this, and this is also in the book. There's a difference between the movie and the, and the book. In the helicopter, 
uh, Grant doesn't like Gennaro because Gennaro's got eyes on uh, on. Uh, oh yeah. So he's kind of like, oh, this guy. Where in the movie, it's uh, Malcolm because Malcolm's yeah. kind of like hitting on her. And he's supposed to be like the the rock star of math. He's a rock right? star. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, they talk about weather prediction and chaos theory and nonlinear equations and the butterfly effect. Uh, and then Malcolm, Malcolm from the get-go saying this is an accident waiting to happen. Like, I guess there's the Malcolm effect that they talk about um, later on in the book. Wrong. Uh, and it was like, it was, a, you were wrong. <laughs> Who is that from? Is that from, wait, like you were wrong? Yeah, I think that's it here. Isn't it? That's this. No? Is that from this movie? Like you didn't ask, like, or is that the second one? Because I know he's like, doesn't he come on the rest of these movies too? He's in uh, most of them. I don't think he's in part two, but he's in part three. Really? Oh, I think so. I don't know. I didn't, and I didn't. Uh, I think Vince Vaughn's. In I haven't part seen. Two. Yeah, I don't even remember what happens in part two, except for like that opening scene, which I mentioned, which I believe is the beginning of the book. I I really don't remember anything about the movie. Yeah, they're all horrible after part one. Let's face oh, it. Okay. All right. Uh, but at least that does have a source, though a book source, and it is Michael Crichton. So we were, so in a little small detail. Nedry's a, a a guest and not an employee. So he he's, he's a an guest ex employee. Yeah. Of the of the, the place. But they're bringing him back in to do some some debugging stuff. Yeah, because apparently I think he probably is, he's part of like the like the the team that coded the uh, the initial uh, yeah computers. Uh, Grant sees a dinosaur. So this is obviously this is where I think the film really kind of builds up to the first dinosaur. Like oh, throughout yeah. this, they're seeing dinosaurs in the movie. They build up to that one part. Where, oh, absolutely. Where yeah. they're in the jeeps and you see that big old brachiosaur or whatever it is, and it's like a big. Probably one, probably one of the most uh, iconic cinematic moments in movie history. Would you say that first uh, Brachiosaur and and Grant yeah. and Sattler and Welcome to Jurassic Park? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, let's see. Ed Regis is going to be the guide. Gennaro's we're going to make a fortune. Welcome to Jurassic Park. And then we get to the third. Uh, you mean third uh, Welcome to Isla Nublar? <laughs> that's in the in the book. That's what it says. Like, well, welcome to Isla Nublar. Uh, the uh, and so they're trying to figure out like how did they how did you guys get the DNA for the uh, for the dinosaurs? Um, they go yeah. back to the lodge and they realize it's a fortress. And later on, we know why they built it as basically a fortress. Yeah. And the, the movie does a pretty good job with this too, because immediately, in fact, the movie starts off with the whole amber mine too. So which is not in the book. Oh yeah, jeez, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like it's like the initial scene where it's almost like Raiders of the Lost Ark when he finds it. He's like, look at this. You're like, you know, it's like amber and you don't really, you're kind of like, oh, what does this even mean? But, yeah. you know, and the, but we do, yeah, the, the, the amber is what the, um, is important. Uh, so, and then when they get to the lobby where that went, when, or the atrium, the, when they have that, when dinosaurs ruled, ruled the earth banner, it's a robot T-Rex and not the, not the, the oh, bone yeah. type structures. That's a big, I think it's a big difference. It's an that pays off in the yeah, end. Yeah. It does pay off because it, 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 I have to admit that one scene in the movie where they're all when they're all on top of the uh, the T Rex is falling apart. Yeah, that's a well done like well choreographed scene where each each one's like hanging on a certain part of the bones. Oh yeah, and even when the Velociraptors have the showdown with the T Rex and he gets yeah. it and throws it into the remaining part. Oh, of Oh yeah, the, uh, yeah, the bones. yeah, like, yeah. Come yeah. on, that's, but, a, that's but, which is brilliant. not which is not in the in the book. That's not in fact in fact in the book. Even though the T Rex does a heck of a lot more in the book, it's it's taken out. Like it's actually taken out, like in the book, and then it winds up that there's two T Rexes in yeah. the book, as opposed to the one in the movie. Yeah, the big T Rex and the little the, and the, the juvenile T Rex. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They're trying to figure out the island is safe. Mm. Like the area, the area is secure. 
<laughs> Malcolm immediately is like, there's, a, there's, a, I guarantee you, like, there's animals off this island. <laughs> he already knows, like, already. <laughs> and then we get introduced to the grandkids, also the the annoying uh, Lex and oh. uh, Tim. And then we, and then, and then also we, uh, we finally figured out why you had you were thinking about uh, uh, drawn by the Quest for Fire song, like like when, when dinosaurs rule the earth. That's the name of the uh, oh, the, the, the band, like when dinosaurs rule the earth. <laughs> like at a time when dinosaurs walk. Yeah. Uh, I have to go through this a little bit quicker now. I'm going. I'm, I'm going chapter by chapter. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might like it's, you have to like skip <laughs> fast forward. We get introduced to to some of the other characters. There's John Arnold, who who really is the Sam Jackson character. Um, Robert Muldoon's a park warden. Henry Wu's chief geneticist. Yeah. Um, they talk about the, capturing the animal, the mosquitoes in amber, and they extract the blood from the mosquitoes, which is in the uh, which is done really well. That, that exposition is actually done really well in the movie because it's part of the ride, right? Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Where Hammond's actually interacting with the thing and it's showing the everything going on. Yeah, and then they talk about how um, they're they're with the gap, same thing like the movie, but the gaps in the genetic code, they're replacing it with, uh, in, in the book though, they replace it with anything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're using several creatures, but there's one in specific that, that, that is cat, like winds up being a cat, was it cat, catastrophic, cat, catastrophic. Yeah. Like that's the frog DNA. Uh, they're all sterile. They can't breed in the wild because they're inherently all female. Um, let's see the animals. Are, so the animals are counted by sensors like every few minutes. So, so they can know yeah. how many there are there. Mm-hmm. We, we learn what the flaw in that is though, because they think they only have 238 animals. 39. Yeah. 239. They're only looking for 239. Yeah. That's actually yeah, a pretty they, cool part in the book. It's actually a pretty is, cool part. Do you really, does a computer not like, uh, I guess cause a computer, even though it's like super computer, you would think it would like, like, do you really <laughs> want like, like, do you not want to count higher? <laughs> Like Max Headman popping up and telling them. Uh, they also re- they also engineered the dinosaurs to be lysine dependent. So if they don't get lysine within 24 hours, yeah. they die. So it's another one of the quote unquote uh, control systems they have in place. Right. Um, These are all in place by Wu because Wu's the head geneticist, and uh, and then he but but he knows though because Wu even knows like hey we got to go to Plan 4.4. Yeah. In the in the book, like we need to make them docile and tame because it's almost like he does know really what's going on, but he doesn't want to say it or admit it. Like we, we, I think we better kill these all off and just you know start over again. And I like his logic though. He's like, we have dinosaurs here, but they're not quote unquote real dinosaurs because in people's heads, the way these guys are isn't the way people imagine dinosaurs to be. Oh yeah. So we yeah, need to sl- engineer yeah. them slower so people exactly. can see them. Um, so he wants to do the 4.4. You're you're right. Uh, let's see, Big Rex and Little Rex. Um, oh, then so Markham starts looking at that norm curve for the compies and realizes that hey, there's already some that have gone off the island because your norm curve doesn't match up the way it should be. Another another big stickler for this that uh, not not a stickler something I know, noted in the book in the movie they're they're using Toyota Land Cruisers in the book and in the movie they use those Ford Explorers. Oh, that I wouldn't even notice. Is a product placement? Like, <laughs> yeah, it must have been the licensing, like the Barbasol, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because you know, the obviously, you know, they have the Jeep Wranglers uh, in there as well. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But they have the Ford Explorers, or probably the Expeditions, maybe. They may, might have been the bigger one. <laughs> I wouldn't even notice that because I'm not, you know, I'm not really into cars, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I didn't even know it. And so all along, so they start taking the tour, and they're seeing dinosaurs all along the way, which I think is done better in the movie because remember they don't see any dinosaurs initially on the yeah. ride. 
And even that's Malcolm, true. like uh, Malcolm, comments that I can't. Like, hey, like where are the dinosaurs? Yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah. like your dinosaur ride will have dinosaurs. Also, the other weird thing about this is everybody's in control too. When the trams are going out, like Hammond's there, like you know, Wu's there. So they have to because there's less act characters and actors. They're all in that central control, and they're like they're being annoyed by like the by the people in the car, the trams. Um, let's see. They see the big Rex eat the goat. Um, which doesn't really happen. You don't see that in the movie, which builds up to that suspense of seeing the T-Rex for the first time. Yeah. Something else. It's like I said, the other subplot on this too, is that uh, Tim's Timmy sees like the, the, uh, like a Raptor in the field. Yeah. And that's like, and then, and then it's like, whoa, wait a minute. There's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like there's, there's like a whole plot. The Raptors are like the main, like again, in the movie, they, they, they shine through in the, in the end, but really the Raptors are really big in this too, or even early on. And they start breeding like crazy. There's a bunch oh, of yeah. them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it winds up being like 50, 50 of them, I think. Like, there's supposed to be, there's only supposed to be eight. Yeah. Mind. No, there's 30, I think there's 30 some of them, but there's only supposed to be eight. But they're, yeah. it, but if you know what's so funny too, it's going back to the uh, the aliens uh, analogy. And this is also in the movie. It's like, like, oh yeah, there's like, there's like one that's different. Like, she's like, she's bigger. Like, it's the queen. Uh. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the other, there's a, the other like, like maybe, D backs the D story of this is that there's a boat that has left mm. and they see the little raptors on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. So and they have like also, an ex, they have a timer to like, Oh, we need to inform them that to bring that boat back because yeah. these little raptors are going to get loose. And uh-oh. uh, let's see. They see the, the six stegas, the six stegasaurus. And we introduced you another character who's more prominent in the book than in the movie. Movie yeah. very simple. That Dr. Harding character. Dr. Harding. Yeah. And the book, it's just like, I, almost, I mean, the movie, I almost feel like it's just like a, like a, what do you call it? Um, what do you call it? Like an actor that's really not an actor. An uh, extra. An like extra. A, it's like, an like extra a PA. Like, yeah. Hey. He's just like, cause even the lines he gives to her are just kind of like, Oh, I got a Jeep. Like I got, I got a Jeep, Mrs. Siler. Like it's like, huh? Like, and so this is that part we're talking about where like um they they do the thing with 238 and they're like hey type 239 and then it pops up 239 and like hey there's still a, a number 300 and it starts revealing that there's actually more animals there than they think and they're up to 292 which would indicate that they're breeding yeah that is correct um they, so we oh, yeah, the eight, the eight raptors have increased to 37 now so which, which is kind of scary because if I'm out there in the field and I think that they have eight contained, and all of a sudden now we got what twenty some more like running around, and and we're out here in these trams. I and then earlier on, I, I think it's I forget it's no Muldoon says these are the most vicious animals I've ever seen, and we know he's like a seasoned hunter. He's he's seen everything, but he says these velociraptors are the worst thing that you'll ever come across. And like it's almost like hey, you better get them back fast because what if they're adults out there, you know? Uh, Nedry does his thing, which is pretty similar to the uh, to yeah, the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then, so the the scene with the T Rex and them functions a lot, a little bit differently now because now we have uh, Regis. Regis, you're right. Regis plays the Gennaro role in the movie where he, where yeah. he just flees. Yeah, man, that you, that scene in the book though, that whole tram scene with the T Rex is brutal. How anybody survives that in the in the book is like beyond me. <laughs> At least the movie gives you a little bit more like uh, like leeway on it. But in yeah. the book, everybody gets like trounced by the T Rex. Well, the T Rex picks up the car and throws car, it with, with and Timmy well, in it. Lex falls right out of the. He's like she's gonna be what 30, 40 feet in the air. Now bear in mind it is it is a storm going on that's muddy, but still though forty and even before that she gets like her head smashed and she's like bleeding. Everybody's like 
Tammy's guy's nose broken. Everybody's uh, like been de- defeated and everybody's running and it's like, it's biting. It's like slapping everybody, like head butting the cars and they're flying yeah. around. What about Malcolm? Malcolm, he, the T-Rex has him in his jaws and just flings yeah, him. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, and that's like, oh, but, oh yeah, but they don't have the the, power, the ability to like chomp. Apparently, like the, the T-Rex can't chomp. It could only like tear, like rip and tear like a crocodile. <laughs> so, but I'm like, wait a minute. Like, uh, let's see. Nedry gets it. Um, and, and Hemming goes on this rant about like, hey, uh, I'm doing this for, he keeps on doing this, un, this guy's under, like I'm doing it for the children, apart from the children. Oh, but yeah, then he yeah, talks yeah. about how with entertainment, no one's really going to regulate it versus if we're trying to do medicine and, and create pharmaceuticals to better man, it's easier yeah. to, to move and make advances if you're calling it under entertainment purposes versus like a medical purposes because then oh, yeah. everything's Absolutely. restricting it like the FDA. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, let's see. That whole scene with Tim getting out of the car, which is the movie's a little bit different because Grant's with him. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, another little side thing about the difference between the book and the uh, gosh, man. Earlier on, when they're in the Badlands of Montana in the movie, there's like this random little kid that pops out of oh, nowhere, yeah. like in the background, and he's like a little yeah. like a smarty, and he's like, "Hey, man!" Like, and then so uh, Grant like schools him and scares him about the, about the dinosaur. And then you realize at that point that Grant does not like kids. Oh, yeah. Which, which, which kind of sets up the movie because he's going to become like a fatherly figure. But in the book, he likes kids in the book. Yeah. So like, so he, yeah. So it's a, there's a little different, like, I get why, why the, you know, they changed that because it allows them to bond more, like, you know, during the whole story. Yeah. And it's a character arc for him, right? It's a character he, arc. Exactly. Sad, yeah. At one point, at some point in the future, since Sadler and Grant are together, I think Sadler's trying to prime him to have kids. And then oh, yeah. there's a whole scene where you're right. He's like, I don't like kids. They smell. Yeah, yeah. So this whole thing with the, so Sadler kind of sets it up for, for Lex and Tim to be with Grant. Cause he needs to be around children to be. That acclimated. is correct. Yeah. But you're right though. The one scene with the kid in, in the, it's a good scene. It's a Malachi it's, kid or something. It's like, the, <laughs> like Malachi. it's a good scene though. It's, 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 like, where did he come from? I just like came out of the desert. Like, on a, like no, they're like, like tourists. They're doing like tourist thing. They're doing like a, they're doing Oh, like I thought a, it was like all students. It was all students. And then some random kid comes out of nowhere. No, I think it's like a paid, probably like a, you know, you can oh, do like the paid architecture. Okay. I just thought there were a bunch of students and all of a sudden this random kid <laughs> just comes out of nowhere. What? <laughs> uh, let's see. So Wu finds out that all the dinosaurs that are breeding have Rana, which is the frog DNA. And that's why they're able to, yeah. uh, to switch genders. Uh, it looks like you're ready for another pour over there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, the last of the uh, jars. No, look, you're looking. Oh, that's I not the right one. You're cheating. All right. Let's... You're jealous. You're jealous. That's from The Fly with uh, the brilliant Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. That's a movie I think we should revisit some sometime. We have to do like a Jeff Goldblum like uh like the retrospective. Like a retrospective. <laughs> Like dead. his first like, movie, like the first movie he ever did. That one, I don't even think we could talk about that one. Death Wish? <laughs> yeah, Death Wish. He's like a rapist in that movie. Jeez. Yeah. Because right. to show you that, you can play like those characters and still like be- become like one of like the you know the most like, uh you know, big actors. Yeah. What do you uh, got on this one here? Oh, so this is orange. Let me see. I feel like my, I feel like my, I can still taste the last beer in my. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, like your palate needs to be uh, cleansed. Hmm. Oh, this one's weird. Okay. Uh oh. Almost getting like a veget like a vegetal uh Uh oh. Uh oh. No. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm not it, getting it, that it, at all. It could be that it could be like my the my uh, taste buds are gone. Uh oh. Yeah, taste nope. it's almost getting like a vegetal uh taste. No, here you go. Cheers. 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 Cheers
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got it. I'm going to, do, I'm going to have John do these next time so I can play this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Is that? Yeah, it's something sweet. This this one this one's definitely more sweeter than the last two. Really? It's got, like a, it's got like an odd, like an I don't know. I'm getting like a like a. I can't even say what it tastes like because Uh-oh. yeah. Easy. Uh oh. What what is? I have no idea. What is it? Wow, this is the 2023 version of Faux. No, no way. <laughs> No way! Whoa. No way! Uh-oh. There's are you no like the way. mighty. Are you seeing the mighty have fallen? Is that? I'm. Oh no way! Hold on, let me try this again. <laughs> you better get some. Do you have any fresh ginger? Do you have like a pickled ginger to refresh your palate, like a sushi, like a, a sushi restaurant? What are you getting over there? Man, this almost reminds me of that time that we had the one with the cinnamon. It was like the where the vanilla had almost like a cinnamon taste to it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I would I would have never got this. I don't think I would have ever got that this was full. Really? Hmm. I don't know. There's something going on. There's something going on. Maybe the jar is like uh, itself or something, but the taste maybe, is maybe definitely not full. It's different. I, I, mean, I agree with you. It's not. Is it possible it, it, that, that the jar has not been like fully uh, like sanitized? Uh, <laughs> do you sanitize Oh, so they no, gotta tell you those little rubber things. You have to sanitize those things because they they absorb, absorb. like the flavors. Okay. Yeah, like is it possible that that wasn't clean? Um, just... They're not beer clean jars, man. What the heck? <laughs> oh shoot! Oh no! You get what you get. Shoot. Oh no! Go back to in person if that's a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> you can get fresh. We get oh, fresh. You pop bottles in person. <laughs> oh no! It definitely. I would. I would never guess this. I would have never. I would have never figured that this is faux. I gotta yeah, tell so. you something. I'm in, I'm agreeing with you as far as like it doesn't taste like pho. But remember, we had that one off year where it's like that's, that's that? what I'm saying. That's what it kind of reminds me of too. And also like the some of the variants that we had. I remember we did the pho uh, uh, variants that you had had with the different uh, vanilla uh, different vanilla beans, and they might have used one of those type of vanilla beans. Not the uh, I think the Madagascar is the, the one they normally use, but it definitely to me tastes different. You know and, what? And, say, and it's not like it's not like we haven't had faux all that long ago. We've had you no, know, we've had faux. You know what I'm going to say? And I'm, I'm and we love bottle logic, so I'm going to say something a little bit derogatory. I think I'm going to say first the barrel. They use a bunch of different barrels, so you can tell the bar- I mean, the barrel stuff up front. So kind of smoky too, actually. Dude, uh, but I want to say, gosh, and I feel bad for saying this, but I almost feel like the vanillas taste artificial a little bit. Ooh, ooh. So that, I highly doubt they would do that, but uh, I think so too. But it has some, there's something there's something off about it for sure. That's no doubt. That's not that's an imitation. Now I don't know. It's just something. Something is. It might like I, I'm. I'm gonna blame this on the jar. I'm gonna say that the jar is like. Uh, no, because like, I got the bottle. I got the bottle in front of me. Oh, you're drinking it too. So oh yeah. shoot. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I taste some anal gland uh, from mm. the uh, pot from the beaver. Is that what that is? <laughs> The it's artificial like, vanilla. I think I'm tasting. It's like like it's fever anus. It's, it's like it's full, <laughs> and then it starts to fall apart at the end. It's so weird. I'm tasting beaver anus. I think. What the, the, <laughs> like the is that like the doof like the uh, co- Kobe Luwak uh, like coffee like. Uh, oh boy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's try to get through this thing here. Um, Lex, I'm going to skip that because all she wants to do is eat for the whole damn book. Feed the 
beat the damn yeah, girl. She's extremely annoying. Yeah, they, they. I would say that they definitely improved her oh, in yeah. the movie. They turn her around, make her older, make Timmy the little like younger one, and make her older, and so it so it works out. You know. And they're both useful in the in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Get my grandkids. The Malcolm effect. Um, let's see. Malcolm's in bad shape. Mm-mm-mm. So they're, they're trying. So so um, Arnold's trying to figure out what Nedry has done, and is like reviewing his code to figure out like he's actually put like a backdoor entrance, which I guess is they say it's common for programmers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the other thing they change in this too. In the in the move in the book. Timmy's the one who's like the, the and even then he, nobody knows about computers and t- basically yeah. just gets lucky in the book. We f- I mean, in the movie, we find out that Lex is like a hacker, like quote unquote hacker. Yeah. And there's like a funny line in the end where she's like, Oh, this is Unix. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> like that's so nineties. They get, the, they wind up getting the power on, but I'm not quite sure why yeah. they don't figure out that the auxiliary power that is turned on. And not the computer the would power. say that or something. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of like, uh, maybe if you know the system, it's something that you would know. It's like, Hey, you, you you can see a gun on the table, but it doesn't mean you know how to shoot it, you know. So it's, it might be like that, like where you have to know how to how to use it. Uh, they talk about the Malcolm effect, uh, and so it's kind of it's in the movie. This is scenes better because he takes Sadler's hand and and flirts with her by putting the drop on her on her oh, on the back yeah, of her yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, oh 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 man, gosh! Now now I'm thinking about it. There's like a there's like a creepy scene earlier on when they're on the tram with the uh, with the uh, Jeff Goldblum's uh, Malcolm. And uh, and Allie, and I don't know if you noticed this when he's talking to her. Gosh, it might even be the the hand scene. No, not before this because obviously they haven't been attacked yet. But he, uh, do you notice he's touching her hair? Like, oh did yeah, you this thing? yeah, for sure. Is, is that is that what's going on here? She's like giggling. The she's like yeah, giggling. It's so weird. It's so like creepy. I'm like, man, like I do that. Like I'm gonna get slapped across like the room. <laughs> and Grant wants to just smack him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's like what is he doing? He's like blasting her. What's going on here? So it talks about the, the that twisted ship propeller idea, where if you put a drop of water on it, it's bound to go anywhere. Oh, yeah. You can't control you can't control it. Therefore, the extension is that Jurassic Park's inherently unstable, unstable instability. Um, let's see. They're all trying to run around and do stuff. Uh, this whole the whole thing with the with so Grant has Lex and Tim, and they get into this raft. And oh yeah! All along the way, it's like a ride. Is this is this a ride? Oh yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah. They should have made a ride. This this should be like the ride, the, Jura- the Jurassic Park ride. It's like, it's a water ride though. Yeah, and uh, the Rex is the Rex is trying to get uh, them. The, yeah. uh, the Dilophosaurus is trying to get them. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Dillos is that what they are? The D- the, the Dillos. The to... Yeah, yeah. They're they're there on the <laughs> say side. Dildos? Right no, the say Dillos. That. The Dillos. <laughs> You can't say that. What's wrong with no, you? Everything has to be like abbreviated, even the Tyrannosaurus Rex, because the words are so hard to say. Like, you know, uh, Muldoon's found Nedry, what remains of him. Uh, and then his, we... uh, wait, is it? Um, oh, no, I'm thinking of. Oh, no. Yeah, it's kind of weird because the movie kind of looks like they they gloss over it. But in the book, we see more detail on what's happening with that when they find him. Uh, and then so we have this aviary scene, which I think is in the Lost World. I think the kids told me. Oh, so they yeah. changed it around. Okay, yeah, okay. they yanked it out. And they put it in another other, another movie. It sounds like it's going to be like a real big scene, but it kind of winds up being kind of not not all that big because I guess they're not super. Even though like they're related to the pterodactyl, they're not. They're more aggressive versions, but they're smaller because they're able, they're kind of easily able to fend them off. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, this is why I don't like. 
the chapter titles and they're misleading because we have that short brief scene with them being attacked by the dinosaurs in the aviary. And then we go into one of the, one of Malcolm's uh, tirades oh, later yeah. on in this chapter. Uh, let's and this is kind of for, always from, this is from the movie where they're having a discussion over dinner. Um, scientists are actually preoccupied with accomplishment. So they are focused on whether they can do something that they never stop to ask if they should do something. They never stop to ask. Like that's the, that's a line that he says in the movie. Discovery is always a rape of the natural world, aggressive, penetrative. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, you're like, man, give him some more, more, give him more morphine. Just like shut him up now. Uh, let's see the raft. They see the wrecks as they go over that waterfall. Um, and at the, oh, I missed the point. I missed the part where the point where um, Muldoon's trying to trank the T Rex. Oh uh, yeah, and, yeah, with with uh, Gennaro, like Gennaro yeah. with him, yeah, yeah. He steps up, man. He's oh, he's yeah. uh, he's doing stuff in the because uh, we do find book. out that Gennaro in the book is like a much bigger guy. He's like he's not the like goofy suit and tie guy. He's yeah. actually like a pretty big guy. In the movie, they just relegate him basically to the cliched uh, 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 money attorney guy. Exactly, and he's more like Regis because then Regis does get killed. Like you know, I think they find, I think Muldoon and Gennaro find his leg, and that's like the only leftover of him. So they wind up going behind the waterfall to this uh, storage facility. Yeah, um, Grant gets in, but the door closes and leaves the kids out, and the T Rex is trying to get Timmy. Uh, and then we realize that the trank then takes effect, and the, the, yeah, that's actually a good. That's, that's actually a pretty. See, that I think that scene would have looked really good in the movie. Obviously, it's like way too much now because I can't even get the T Rex over here. But that scene where it goes like to the waterfall and it can't quite, and then the tongue comes out and it's like yeah. trying, it's grabbing them in. That I mean, that's that. Yeah, you're right. It's terrifying, but <laughs> I think it's like it would have been a cool look. Don't you think? Is it possible that they might have tested it, but it just didn't work out right? Because there's a scene later on where where uh, Lex falls, like she's like climbing, like going like to the like they're coming out of the walls, like they're they're in that one little top oh, area, yeah. and yeah. like and like the the, uh, the 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 raptor pushes the thing up, and she goes up, and then she goes down. That's a really good scene. That's a real. So I'm like, wait, wait, did they just like substitute that scene for the uh, the T Rex like waterfall scene? Yeah, I, I think they obviously realize like what can translate to film with the technology yeah. that we have. Oh and yeah, so yeah, are you are we going to use practicals? Or are we going to use stop motions? What I feel gonna... I just I just feel that scene would have been great for practical effect. The waterfall and you see the the tip of the the snout, the tongue coming out, pulling them in. That would have been great. And then all of a sudden the tongue flops back, and then it's over. Um, let's see. They realize that the auxiliary power has been the one that's powering the park. The fences have always been off. Uh, Malcolm, another Malcolm uh, tirade. You didn't earn it for yourself, so you take no responsibility. Uh, Arnold's trying to power it up. He gets uh, he gets attacked by a raptor. Oh, also, um, like another weird scene too. A, diff a difference between the movie and the book. We know that uh, Muldoon says that the T Rex can run at thirty miles an hour, and apparently the jeeps that they're in are slower. So, like, so, like, like if it, if it, if, if we if we could chase, it's going to catch us. But in the movie. Like, um, they get away pretty easy. I mean, for some reason, T-Rex stops following him. I'm not really sure why. Like, is, is that just a plot-like thing device where T-Rex stops? Yeah, like, it's about to eat, like, Malcolm. Like, like get him, like, get him. Like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just, it just stops. Like, wait, what's going on here? We know that the, it's faster than the Jeep. Uh, so Grant finds a little golf cart, and he loads up the kids. Uh, um, and he also has tranquilized a baby raptor. And so oh, he's yeah. taking it as proof that they're breeding. Yeah, yeah. At this point, it's pretty, should be pretty evident that they're breeding, but he wants more, like more proof. Yeah, we need some more proof here. Uh, let's see. The raptors are loose. Um, let's see. So this is that one scene where, like, the raptors are trying to eat through. So Malcolm's in, in the in the lodge, and they're trying to the raptors are trying to eat through the bars to get at him. 
Um, and Grant is trying to power up the, the place again. And Ellie and Muldoon have to serve as a distraction for the yeah. Raptors so Grant yeah, yeah. can go to the shed. Yeah, this is also a scene where several of the, the main characters get it. I believe Wu gets it, Arnold Wu gets, gets it. it. Even though they don't explicitly talk about Arnold getting it, you assume that he gets he gets killed because I, I think he gets jumped on like the stairs going to the power area. But the, and they never go back to him, but you assume he gets killed. Yeah. And that's that one scene where Sadler's in the power room and she gets the arm, like she finds like uh uh Sam Jackson's arm. Yeah, she yeah, she instead she does the role that they're supposed to be. She goes yeah. in there. And in fact, she does the role of Grant actually, because she goes in there and sets a power. He's the one that's supposed to be doing this in the book. He's the one that res- she does it. It's funny because in the movie, she does take over more control. She takes oh, all yeah. the character other roles. Well, the females in the movie are way stronger than the females in the book. With oh, the, yeah, like, yeah, with Lex yeah, and yeah. Uh, Sadler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Wu's killed. Muldoon gets attacked. And then the kids are trying to power up the grid, and the raptors start attacking them, so they gotta they gotta get out of there. And then, the, so I didn't realize the raptors prey eat and eat their own kind. Yeah, that's a weird scene. Yeah, that's a that's that's a cruel weird scene. But it's actually, but it's cool though because it's like, hey, the baby raptors are actually very docile, but it just like yeah. eats it like, eh, eat it. And so there's it's kind of weird on the last scene. It is kind of weird though because the last scene. The rappers are taking care of like the young, and this one, I yeah. guess, maybe it's like, because it's created in the lab, maybe and it's not one of theirs, and they know. Oh, maybe. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Or is it the bull? Maybe the you know the bulls always like the males, uh, the the older males always try to take out the the younger younger potential males for the yeah, heirs of I don't the think so. I think because they know it's created in the lab, as opposed to being bred, you know, and maybe. they probably have because we 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 realize the raptors have like almost this hive mentality, so they know it's theirs. Uh, so there's that one scene within the lab with the eggs where Grant is poisoning the eggs. Oh yeah, for the raptors yeah. To eat. That's a long, elaborate scene too. He's, <laughs> like, like he's like taking them all out. Like uh, he's like poisoning <laughs> eggs. Like, uh, like spreading all kinds of toxins with those. Like with those. <laughs> oh, he stabs one in the tail. He kills three the, of them. Yeah, yeah, he takes them all. Out. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's too much for like it was too much for the actor to do. Like let's just cut that out. It's too much. Let's see. Tim gets a power up, and then he, they phone the boat to turn around, and they use this ploy with the mar- this maritime law or something like that, and so the boat turns around. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Another yet. Then and again, another Malcolm tirade. Man, I wonder how, how many Malcolm tirades <laughs> are in this book. Man. I know. There's like it's like two pages. Like, oh gosh, here we go again. So Malcolm goes off on on uh, on Hammond because Hammond says that if they get loose, they're going to destroy the planet. And so Malcolm kind of says, you, you, you're you egomaniac. Like the planet's always going to be around. It's oh, yeah. us. Yeah. It's us, the ones that are going to be dying out. Life always like finds a way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Planet of the Apes, you know, like, like we're gone, but the apes will take over. Uh, they get the computer back up when they, when they, when they do the count, it went from 292 to 203. So somewhere along the way, they lost 91 uh, dinosaurs. Well, I know. Well, I know. I know. Uh, Malden does blow one up with the with the rock with the. Oh uh, yeah, grenade. he does like blow one up, and then he blows a leg off of the other one. So here's the one that this is where I, it kind of loses me a little bit. They know the government's gonna come in and nuke the site from orbit. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, yeah. Like I said, we nuke the site from orbit. Like yeah, yeah, good idea. <laughs> so why why does why does Grant need to find the nests? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, I guess because he wants to observe. He needs. Bear in mind, he what? is a doctor and a scientist, so he needs to know more about them. But you're right, though. Like, they're gonna wipe them. Like, wipe them out. Like all of them. <laughs> they're gonna roll them in there with CN20 and like nerve gas yeah. and effing nest. Like, why do you? Have and to technically, find like Gennaro's right. Like, why? Why do we have to go in there? Like, what's yeah. the point? Like, and why do they and all? And have bear in mind, go? they force him to go in there too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh boy, yeah. So Ham, the next chapter, Hammond's talking about the, the, he has embryos offsite. So the, if this doesn't work, the next time will be better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he starts blaming everybody. It's Wu. It's John Arnold. That's the whole. That's so you know he's evil. He's, he's like it's his fault. He really, yeah. Here he actually blames Wu earlier too in the in the <laughs> book, but then in the end, it's it's all their fault. Not even mine. Yeah. And so then we. So it's it's quite. It's you're right. I guess it's the revelation that this is who he was all along. Where he's not altruistic and trying to do it for the for the for the world. Oh no no yeah. It's it's like I said. He's like uh, Andrew Ryan basically. He winds up being Andrew Ryan in the end. Uh, they take count of the eggs in the nest, and then uh, and then so then Hammond gets it by the compies. Do you think that's a good death for Hammond? Um, should it be the, should it be like should it be the raptors again? A raptor? Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, because there's a ton of them all over the place. Yeah, I, I, I guess yeah, I guess you or 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 the uh, the juvenile T Rex. Something something more. Maybe that's why it's like, hey, why go out there? Let's let's make it something small that gets him. You know, apparently, like I said, they're evolving. They're now they're attacking like you know feeble. Yeah. You know people that they people that they can take out. And we do know that he breaks like his ankle at this. Everybody's breaking. The, everybody in this movie, in the movie and the book, are breaking <laughs> ankles for some reason. Uh, so, and obviously, this is a big contrast in the movie that Hammond's killed in this uh, in this chapter. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and of course, in the movie, he he lives and has like an epiphany, and it's like, yeah. Uh, let's see. So, so when they're in the nest, the raptors all wind up leaving, and and the and Grant and it all follow them, and they're on a beach. Yeah, and it, it's kind of weird because they're at the beach, and the boat shows up, and so they're so Grant's. Um, well, the boat so, doesn't show up. There's like a freighter that's passing by, and and Grant's supposition is that they're they want to migrate, and so this is they're they're waiting for their opportunity to migrate. They're they're hoping that it lands like the other boat, so they can so they can send more off to migrate. Uh, and then we find out that Malcolm's dead as well. Yeah, like, like finally, like finally, <laughs> <laughs> he does go into a coma at one point. So you like, so you hope that's like. I think he goes into a coma, then he gets right back up. Though it starts, it starts like going into another diatribe. Oh, he starts talking like I think that paradigm shift. And oh like yeah, the paradigm. Like, what, yeah, the what paradigm. He saying like yeah. it's better from the other side, and like it's supposed to be like the death. I guess he he's journeyed to the other side. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, everything looks different from the other side, is what he says, and then yeah. he's he's dead. So and then he, thankfully he dies because like because you don't really know. I was gonna be one of those, like you don't know, uh, and then then Muldoon like confirms it when he nods his head, like nope, he's got, he's off the board. <laughs> oh boy, and of course we know that he does not die in the. Uh, he does in not. The movie. He stays around for a couple of other movies. Yeah. I iconic character for uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, but oh, yeah. he just plays himself in every role. Oh, absolutely, right? absolutely, yeah. Oh, uh, let's see the epilogue at San Jose. So they basically are they, yeah, but like, don't forget, like, uh, they do nuke the site from orbit eventually. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> so everything that's it doesn't matter, everything is nuked from uh, from you know, it, I don't know what movie I was thinking of, maybe it's part two, but I thought at the end of the movie they show like a raptor like head like rise up, like uh, and that might be like part two or something where you see like a raptor oh, still alive. Know. Yeah, I have no idea. But it's not in this movie though. So I was like, I, I was, I was expecting to show the island after the bombing, and you just see a raptor head popping up. So we see the epilogue in San Jose, and they're basically the government's keeping them on the island. Uh, yeah, until they're satisfied with the answers they get. And it might be forever. Like basically, they wind up becoming uh, prisoners <laughs> of the government, and and it, apparently the, the kids will probably be left home. But it's like, hey, we might be here for the rest of our lives. Oh, and um, also the the guitarist pops back in in this too. Yeah. Did you read the second book? 
Yeah, yes, I did. I think that was also so, part of the science fiction book club that uh, so I had to pick that one too. So they all get off the island at some point at the beginning. Uh, or but you what? know, like, don't even. I, can't, oh, I wouldn't remember. even remember. Like I said, that's been like that's that probably one came out like that one probably came out like a year, two years maybe after, or maybe actually probably wrote it after the movie. Like hey, I got, I got, I got to write a new one. Oh yeah, for sure. This thing made a ton of money when it came out. Oh, so at the so in the end, when Guterres comes back in the book and he tells him, "Hey, there's something. There's another creature here." And it's been eating lysin-rich, you know. Oh, you yeah. Know, but it hasn't killed anybody except for chickens. Is that raptors probably? And, and oh, there's also another weird mentioning. When they mention one of the other raptors, it has a chameleon ability. Did you, did oh, you pick yeah. up on that? So yeah. isn't that like important? I think it's a part of like one of the other movies too, where one of the raptors have that ability. Like they're the, they're the predator now. They have the ability <laughs> to blend in. Like they're well, evolving. And I- and I think they mentioned that it's a part of the reptile DNA, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's chameleon for one thing. So yeah. it's like so now the <laughs> so now now that now that you have like the the most destructive predator. Now it's like now it's a predator. Now it literally is. Uh, so I mean, in in looking at some more uh, contrast, Muldoon gets it in the movie in a very cool way, right? Where he's like trying to track the raptors, and the raptors are hunting him. Yeah, but it's that like I said, like when that scene where they flank him, and he's like, he flank him. It's like, oh, like you're a sneaky, like be <laughs> no, cl- cl- like no clever girl. Oh, clever girl, and then it gets him, like yeah. Well, you, oh, you know what? That thing's also weird in the movie because you know, you know, I'm I would say I'm a pretty big gun guy. For whatever reason, he decides to open the buttstock of the franchise spot twice. Like, why is he doing that? Like, you don't have to do that, guy. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, to make it more also, accurate. Like, to make it more accurate, yeah, probably. Why? Why? Like, you want to be quiet? And he's like sitting there, like it's like. Click. It's like it's making all these noises as he's doing. It. There's another part too in the movie where where uh, when um, Grant finally gets one of the franchise spas. Oh yeah, and like and and then and then he, um, for whatever reason he pumps it. Or, or God, maybe it's even, no, I think it's Ali pumps it. I'm like, why are you pumping? These are semi-automatic guns. You don't have to do that. It's like you know, it's it's. I call that the uh, Terminator Terminator Two syndrome where Sarah uh, Connor pumps it and she yeah. doesn't, she doesn't have to. It's like. Uh, so what, any other big uh, differences in the movie? Um, I think there's, I think there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot that we, obviously we're not going over all of them, but there's a lot yeah. of differences in the you know. And like I said, the the kill count is, I think it's like ten people at least. You know, because there's a lot of guards that are killed that I don't even think yeah. they're. Uh, I, I I think they get the cards from I think a dead guard in the movie too, if I'm not mistaken. Or I I can't remember, but but there's dead guards all through that the, the lodge area. The Timmy gets one from a dead guard. Grant gets one from a dead guard. So like, there's like various oh, yeah. bodies all over the place. Uh, and then of course, like the, that final battle we talked about with the, with the, with Grant and and others with the Velociraptors in the, in the atrium. And then the oh, T-Rex yeah, yeah, comes yeah. in. So that whole yeah. battle where the Velociraptors. Oh yeah. That's a cool scene. That is a cool scene. And bear scene. in mind, like I said, that T-Rex is not in the book. The T-Rex is knocked out. He's, he's by the river, like down <laughs> by the river, like passed out. Like tongue is like out of his head. <laughs> he's no longer in the movie anymore. It's the juvenile that takes over. Yeah, so I mean, I clearly the move that that scene in the movies. Uh, oh yeah, is yeah more yeah. powerful than what we get in the. But, uh, but it is funny though the, because you're thinking like, oh, if it's a book, you're not going to see the T Rex anymore. Now nah, he's back, like he's back. <laughs> uh, let's see. So you, so tell me why you prefer the book over the movie? I guess I don't know. I, I just I, I think I like the more terrifying aspect of the book, and it's like, and it is detailed, with the exception of Malcolm's rambling. It's a more detailed in the in the getting into the head of the characters and learning their their motivations and stuff like that. And like I said the only source part in the book is uh, the Lex character and the and the Malcolm. Take them out, and I think I enjoy it more. But the, you know, 
Yeah, yeah. Lex has got to get something to do in the book. She has nothing to do in the book but complain and make yeah, noises yeah. for the other dinosaurs. She is only again. eight years old, too. So that's the other problem. That's the other problem. She's so young, she doesn't understand what she's doing. Oh, the movie, but the movie also has Timmy the Human Toast in it. That scene too. <laughs> is that like a, that's a weird scene, man. That's a weird scene. That's not in the book. But like that's when, that's when Ali's turning the power on, and then yeah. like he's like still he's like I'm not jumping, and he's like 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 electrifies off the fence and survives like a like a forty foot like flying like drop. Well, also, you know, there's also another weird scene too during the car scene with the T Rex that's not in the book. Grant. Um, for whatever reason, Lexi jumps on Gramps' back, and they have like that whole thing where the where the, where the, tram, the car falls down on yes. top of him, like in the, yes. And then, but when but when Grant goes for Timmy, it's like, well, why doesn't Timmy jump on his back when they're climbing down the tree? Like, no, like, like get off uh. me, Timmy! Like, like Timmy's smaller. Like, you think he would be the one that jump on his back? Uh, yeah, like no more kids on my back. Get off my back. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. Want to have kids at all after that movie? <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, they do you, break. You, they do break you don't want to be though. the guy that lets them die either, though. You know. Um, well, apparently, Regis did. Man, Regis didn't care. Regis, Regis, yeah, and Gennaro, just, just that's his character too, though. Um, did you see the last uh, Jurassic Park with, uh, no, with Chris Pratt no. and all the old old school? Uh, I don't think I saw the last two. I think I and the last one. I think I saw about five or ten minutes, and it was just it was just so bad. I just got, I just, I, I couldn't watch it. Because you, you know they bring them all back for the the last one, right? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you know it's weird. I saw it. It's miserable. Um, but um, the weird weird thing about the new one is they they left out the music, like the theme song. Like how really, do you, yeah. Oh, how do you... That's that's like Jaws, like three D. Like do they use the music in there? Like like can oh, we get boy. like did John Williams sign off on that? Uh, let's see. Or we spent a bunch of time on that. What do you want to do next? Bear, prime awful. Uh, we still got rats. Got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Oh, I could do a rat because rat's kind of short too. Let's get <laughs> let's let's get that out of the way. We're, don't I have Bitter Creek uh, queued up somewhere around here? <laughs> Bitter Creek. I know I got that thing around here somewhere. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, we kind of started talking about this uh, at the last episode, I think. Bitter Creek. All right, what do we got here? Drew Larson's a teacher and a writer. You mean, you mean Ben Stiller? Like, oh, uh, don't no. forget he has the rights to write, produce, and direct this. I know what they're doing with this one. Um, he writes some short stories, um, but he can for some reason he can't get the novel. Uh, almost had a breakdown writing yeah. the last novel that he was working on, and somehow now he's at an intersection and gets inspired to write a western. He novel. has like an epiphany. Like this is my moment. This is it. I had that epiphany last week. I'm gonna go down there to you go. Uh, but you go to, have to, have to go to a cabin. <laughs> like I need, I need to go out to like uh, somewhere around here though. There's a cabin. I don't know any like Arrowhead. Like Arrowhead. Let me go to Arrowhead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he wants to go to his father's cabin to take a few weeks to write it, um, and goes to his mentor Al Stamper, who, who has pancreatic cancer, and just says, "Hey, I'm gonna go oh, yeah. do this." Uh, and he's like, I hope it's not going to be like the village on the hill because you know that that almost broke you. Um, so the Bitter River is the new novel um, he's going to work on, and so and it kind of goes back and forth to him writing the novel or the ideas of what he wants to write and what's going on in his. In his yeah, present. yeah, because it, it will will enter his mind during the western. He's thinking of the scene, the way it looks, like so and so comes in, he draws on him. 
Yeah, and it's about uh, it's about I think a kid who's killed a woman, probably yeah. in a drunken uh, uh, spell, and they're gonna put him. They're gonna hang him, I suppose. And, and the yeah, it's kind of like high noon. It's like a high noon thing where somebody they have to protect him. They have to protect him because of what he did. Because you know the way it is, always like in wet, like the vigilantes want him. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like hateful eight, basically. I mean, it's like a lot of movies, actually. It's, like a, it's even like the one we just saw with the preacher of the preacher band. The, uh, the oh, Cape, it, the, Fear? Cape Fear? No, not, not Cape not Fear. Cape Fear. Um, yeah, um, God, we read the book, too. <laughs> I don't I always forget this. We were just talking about this the other night, day. Night of the Hunter. Night, night of, the, of Hunter. the Hunter, yeah. <laughs> remember in the end, like the mob comes from at the end? Uh, let's see. Uh, the caretaker of the dad's cabin's committed suicide. And it, it's a... Re- I'm having a big problem with this story because he he goes to the local yeah, store. Yeah. That's where it all starts. Like that's like yes. the interaction. Is this like a like a like a tale of like wash your hands? <laughs> like because I'm don't sure shake he wrote hands. this. Like, yeah, don't shake hands and wash your hands after. Like I try to do fist bumps at this point. I'm trying not to shake people's hands. Yeah, fist yeah, bump. yeah. Um, so he meets Roy Dewitt, who's the cashier who's sick, and yeah. out of you know the the social obligation to shake hands, he shakes his hand. Yeah. Uh, so he gets to the cabin. He starts doing some brilliant writing, uh, to definitely coming to him very easily. Uh, and a storm's going to approach. And, yeah. and also, this- at the same time, his wife is like, I don't want to be mean, but she's nagging him to come back. Like, come back. There's a storm coming. Come back here. Yeah. And he's saying, I'm not going to do it. But, but I mean, I don't know about nagging, but she, she's concerned that the dude almost no, yeah, she's burnt, concerned, down, yeah. the, burnt down the house. I'm trying to write the last novel. Yeah, yeah, but he's also like, but he's also kind of saying like, hey, if anything happens to me, you know, you're, you know, you, you know what to do, you know. So like, it's kind of giving her credit. He could be like, oh yeah, you don't know, you know, you'd be right. I better come back because you're gonna fail his family if anything happens to me. He tell he tells her like, hey, you know what to do if I'm if I'm gone if I die or something. Uh, let's see. So he starts writing. So he's writing prof- prolifically, and then he gets stuck. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And then he gets sick. So Dewitt has infected him with the flu. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. It, so he goes and gets food and meds because he's preparing for the storm. Um, he and the, now him and the wife are arguing because he's stuck there and he's sick. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And he can't write. Now he's stuck. He can't write anymore. And he, I, I'm not sure if he's drinking, but I know he's drinking like, uh, like a uh, Nyquil type stuff. That's like it's got it's got alcohol in it. So this is what leads up to like the you're thinking in your mind you're going oh he's hallucinating or he's having a dream or he's drinking or something. Well, plus I mean when you get the fevers from the flu, oh, fever. you, oh yeah, you fever, do yeah, 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 I know I yeah. hallucinate all the time. With, absolutely, with absolutely, yeah. So, so, so you're given this possibility that oh he's seeing what was that movie with the rat? What was it? Michael J. Fox plays like a rat, like a like there's a voice of a rat, like um. Gosh, I can't Stuart, remember what it's called. Stuart Little? Yes, it's a Stuart Little. <laughs> yes. He sees Stuart. He starts seeing Stuart Little. What? Isn't that doesn't he play a rat, if I'm not mistaken? Oh, that's what uh, Hugh Laurie is from House is also in that as oh. like the, the dad, the, okay. the adopted dad for Stuart Little. Okay. Um, so the rat, yeah, the rat kind of it's weird. Out of nowhere, halfway through this book, then they introduce the rat. And yeah. the rat's basically it's like, like literally the at the seventy seventy percent mark or something like that. Uh, it's like monkey's paw and he even says it's like monkey's paw oh yeah because um, yeah, it's like a genie it's like it's basically yeah it's a monkey's paw or the genie well, no it's not you because the genie would actually give you what you want yeah it's a monkey's paw but the weird thing about it is the rat is like injured or appears to be injured mm-hmm. so instead of like killing the rat he actually kind of takes care of the rat yeah then he gives the him rat, a boon yeah the rat says i'll finish the help you finish the book but someone you know will die 
Yeah, so it's a boon. It's like a yeah, it's a monkey's paw boon. Uh, let's see. Storms over. Dewitt Dewitt winds up dying from pneumonia. <laughs> Uh, and so there's this thing that happens, and and of course the uh, the mentor guy dies with along with yeah. the wife in a car crash. But it, yeah, it's not. It's he's think, see in his mind he's gonna die of cancer anyway. But it winds up that no, it's not how he dies. He's actually in a car crash, and now in his mind he's like, oh my god, like he wasn't <laughs> gonna, you know, like I really I caused the the innocent death of this guy. And then there's this thing that happens after that where it's in, it, the rat's in his head so much, he starts hearing people say the word rat. In oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, The wife reads a novel. She loves it. The agent loves it. They give him a $350,000 advance on it. Um, and he goes back. He goes to the funeral for Ellen, the wife. Uh, and then he goes back to the cabin because I think he's yeah. trying to do uh, what is he trying to do? I think he's trying to punch up the the novel, maybe just to read like the. I thought he the, just goes back for like like finale, like just for like yeah. a, and, and to make sure the rat because he because I know he's trying to summon the rat again. Yeah, and then the, the last line, everything was all rat instead of all right. Right. Yeah, but then he doesn't the, care in the end. He goes, you know what? It's okay. Like it's so. Is this supposed to be like a self insert, like Stephen King self insert? Like, uh, is it possible that this happened to him before? Like it. Like, you know, it's okay if that happens. Like, I can still write, you know, let's see. So, yeah, you know, maybe I, I wished a death on somebody and they died or something like that. Yeah, I didn't get this story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, we we finished, we now finished the whole If It Bleeds book. Yeah. Um, I think it was a big skip for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bear in mind, though, I really got it more so to read the Holly story. And yeah. don't forget, she has a, she has a, uh, here's a book coming out, I think, on the 16th of this month. So, yeah. ho- called Holly. So, I'll be getting that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but what if what's his face is in there? Yeah, uh, no. the, the guy, the cop guy. Ralph? Ralph? Ralph. Yeah, is Ralph going to be back? Yeah. You, well, you wrote the first couple of chapters, too, I did right? Read, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. It's, it's actually pretty good. It's actually, it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. I'll change my, I'll change it to a yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need it's another. Pop, we, it could be outside. could be more outsiders, but it also could, it also might just be an, 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 an insidious uh, people, like, a, you know. Uh, we need a new book now because uh, we, we haven't done we we've d- hardly done any books for this year. We got to try to squeeze in another. Three are you or sure four about books. that? We just read Jurassic Park and the If It Bleeds. Yeah, that's two. Last year we read like twelve or something like that. God, we're short. That was two we're books sh- in two weeks. Like like we're making up for any like like uh, like failure. Yeah, we're short. We're short a bunch. Really? Think about okay. what we did. La- think about what we did last year. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. We gotta find a new book. Any? What are we uh, reading? Like, uh, I'm like reading. What? I'm choosing. I'm choosing this time. Oh, like, oh, you give me options. Give me like some options. Oh, well, I'm gonna go back with the classics. We, oh, okay. Yeah, we. I have that list of classics. Like, that we like high back. school, like call high school <laughs> slash college revisited. Like, no, no. Yeah. Let's do like the old man in the sea. Let's do some hmm. uh, like the per- do, like black pearl. <laughs> let's do some uh, Steinbeck or something like that. That's a black pearl. See, <laughs> yeah. St- let's do some Steinbeck. Uh, like, grapes of Wrath. That's that's more like that's what I said like high like junior high high school <laughs> like the Okies like uh, oh, the no. Dust Bowl the Dust Bowl. Um, okay, so what do you got? Let's do another pour, and then let's uh, and let's uh, get into some other stuff over here. We can, do, we can do the bear next. Okay, that should be relatively quick. And we're gonna do that other veil, that other veil beer. Since we're that doing is a veil uh, correct, I believe. <laughs> you believe? What is this? I like the artwork on this too. It's Am I cool. running out of veil uh, at in the beer fridge? Uh oh. 
This has like a cobra on the is that a is that a diamond back? A cobra? Oh, that's biting at someone's toe, or is that a toe? Yeah, or? it's a toe. Yeah, it is. A toe. I didn't even notice that. I just see like the, <laughs> <laughs> it's either oh. a thumb or a toe. No, I think it's a God, that's like a hot dog. <laughs> no, that's With a the... finger. It's a finger. It has to be a finger. It's oh, too long. Finger. It's too long. <laughs> it's sausage like some sausage like fingers. Yeah, that's a weird. Uh... All right, what's the specs on this? What is this? Tell us what this is. Oh, so, okay. So this is the veil. It's called Merciless Enhanced. It is a 8% hazy diaper, as I call it. Um, I don't see the actual hops. Yeah, oh, it's on Actually, there. they are. They are, but I can't read them because I just opened the can, so it's sideways. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Hazy double IPA brewed with Citra, Galaxy, Simcoe, and Vic Secret. Hmm. What an interesting name for a hop. And is, is it my imagination? Does that sound kind of... You know, Vic Se- Victoria's Secret. Yeah, for sure, right? It's sexy. It's a sexy hop. <laughs> it's a, like, you can't, you can't, he can't have that. Like, now, is this? Um, it says merciless enhanced. Is this is merciless like a, a like a, your it, a it standard beer? Be. It has to be. This has to be a variant. Else? Yeah, it has to be a variant. So maybe merple, maybe merciless is an IPA, and the enhanced is a double IPA, perhaps. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, let me open this up. That little glass. I'm not sure which one. You gave me a veil glass, right? Uh, yeah, it's a summer fest one. It's a red. It's a little small taster with the red letter. Uh, on it. Oh, yeah, I got that's it right there. It. Yeah, that's okay. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Cheers. Pause it. Gonna have to wait another year before you get any more veil stuff. <laughs> oh, that's like orange juice, man. The juice. Oh, wow. I told you I was brewing my uh, apple hard apple cider today, right? Uh-oh. I'm gonna, okay. gonna brew that later on today. <laughs> Did you oh. say oh? <laughs> I don't. Now these are apples that you you bought at the store, right? Uh, yes, yes, but but I'm probably gonna have to supplement that. No, I, they're apples that was given to me by a coworker. Um, but I'm gonna have to supplement it with oh. some other apples because it's not enough. It's not enough. Like, were these apples from the person's yard, or did they? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yes. So I, so I just learned something recently about, <laughs> about certain fruits. No, 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 no. I learned something from I don't know why this popped up in my YouTube about uh, gardening and stuff like that and trying to grow uh-huh. like like uh, certain plants, certain vegetables. And for whatever reason, their seeds that are called true to fruit seeds. Where, like, for example, let's say you take like a peach uh, pit and you grow it, it'll turn into a peach tree. Yeah. There are several, several fruits, vegetables that will not grow properly if you try doing that. One of them is an apple. If you try to grow an apple seed, it'll turn into a crab apple. It'll be awful and god awful. You have to, it has to be like specially done. Avocado is the other one. Is you can't, you can't uh, grow a Haas avocado. It's going to come out like all like weird and nasty. They have, okay. to, they have to be like specifically bred. To uh to come out right so like something those crab apples you got or are they like real apples I, they taste good so okay, I've been, okay. I so John juiced them I, I'm gonna t- I'll taste Ooh. the juice I'll taste mm. the juice and figure out yeah it's like it's like they're like why are they sour like <laughs> no so they they tasted like grant they're smaller they taste like grannies so I, 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 I love the, the, the granny apple is my that's that little yeah. that bitterness in the granny is my is one of my it's my favorite in the apple family but yeah the tartness on it they're I don't like the I don't like the sweet overly sweet one so this is a I good don't blend. Either. People love those. I don't. I don't. And I told you I was going to adjunct it with like with spices to give it oh, that geez. fall, like that fall <laughs> cider. Oh, there you go. <laughs> or maybe I'll batch split it then. If you can figure it be like that, maybe I'll batch split it. Just go with the yeah, I'm just like give me the apple. Like bear in mind, I'm not a fan of apple cider. Apple cider, the drink, fine. But the uh, hard apple stuff, like all those drinks I've ever had, have been <laughs> awful. 
I got I got news for you. None for you then. <laughs> <laughs> you get none. Good day, sir. <laughs> oh yeah, none for you. They go to uh, Monroe Homebrew. They're they're on their last days. I'm gonna go pick oh. up some. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, episode five, Sheridan. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't understand the uh, the title in this one. This is uh, one like one of the rare ones that I couldn't figure out the title. Okay, Sheridan is is noted on the bot. Did you watch this on your phone? No, 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 actually, no, 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 I saw on the TV. All right. Sheridan is a name, was a name of Sid's catering company. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Because you see boxes, you see boxes in her, in her oh. apartment, and it says, okay. like, Sid's, uh, says uh, Sheridan's catering yeah. on it. And she talks about, she talks about the failure of that. Yeah, she has, you know, we, we know she has some mental health issues. Oh, we oh, see oh, we see, meds, we see right? her cabinet. She's got, like, 20 different medications in her cabinet. Yeah. It's like, it's off the chart. Yeah, and so she has some definitely has some PTSD going on with being in the kitchen. Yeah, um, we see like I, you probably didn't. I don't know if you looked at some of the some of the the that quick pace cutting where she's looking at her phone and it talks about what, what the loan was been her, the bank loan's been denied to her. So I guess she yeah. took a bunch of loans out for the catering company. It flopped and then it ruined her credit because I think she yeah. mentions that too. Oh yeah, she does. Uh, Sheridan's Road Catering. Uh, she's in the dinner with uh, Carmi. And they're realizing that they make a bunch of money during lunch, but they're they're not making as much money during the dinner service. Yeah, I think they're still selling sandwiches at dinner, which which I get it. They're a deli. Why would they make like you know they got a specific menu? But hey, we need to pump up and make some really good stuff for dinner now. So they're talking about like ox tongue and risotto. Oh yeah, uh, which yeah. is which is kind of a little too fancy for like a dinner yeah, sandwich shop because right? we know that this place is a de- people love their deli sandwiches. Like, how is that going to be received? Is the is the community going to want that? Exactly. So that's the whole thing. When you know, when you're opening up a, a higher end restaurant, right? Can the neighborhood sustain that? And what's going to happen if you do get the clientele to come? Now, son, you just ostracize all the original people with the sandwiches. They don't want to go there. And it's like, hey, this is like a hoity-toity like uh, yeah. Michelin thing now. Do I want to go there anymore? Exactly. Uh, the toilet explodes. Prior to that, something happens. Prior to that. We see Marcus. We see Marcus there, and Carmi tells him something. Carmi's, um, Carmi oh. tells Marcus, "Hey, you got it early." And then Marcus says, "Oh no, no, I assume he's sleeping there. I'm assuming he's sleeping at the diner, right?" Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. The way he said that, like, oh no, I think he's been sleeping there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's all in, man. He is yeah. all in. I thought this, that was weird. Uh, it's very brief, but I'm like, wait, he's sleeping at the diner. Uh, let's see. They make piccata, uh, which is that chicken dish with the with the sauce. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you, you forgot that line though when Richie comes in, like, uh, like, uh, hey, 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 what's good, you effing replicants? <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, the writer's obviously a fan of Blade Runner, so I thought that was funny. Well, and, and a fan of film in general, because even uh, even Sid has the movie posters in, up in her. Yeah. Everyone, has, everyone has a movie poster yeah, in there. Yeah, you're right. Their, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like the, like the replicants. Like, oh, that's good. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Pack Pack is fixing the toilet, and then and then Rich is messing. Richard keep, Richie keeps on yeah, messing. Yeah, it's with like the, for no like nobody's there looking at. This is weird <laughs> because typically you do juvenile stuff like this, like high like high school juvenile stuff. When somebody's looking at you, so you can sit there and get the reaction. But he's just doing it randomly. Like this, it's kind of weird. <sighs> Facts like try, stop trying to f me. I'm gonna tell <laughs> HR, and Richie's like, I am oh, HR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but then Pac's all like, hey, like, hey, I want to be a cook. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's random. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so random. He says he does like a faux interview with them, which is pretty funny. 
Yeah. Uh, Mark is uh, trying to do some lacto fermentation. You know, the first thing first thing that comes to my mind when he's doing this, and I thought for sure this was gonna this was gonna be a plot point because we know what happens when you try to add lack like souring agents to like like beer. We know what happens if you don't handle it right because even Carby tells him. You know, make sure you put it like in a plastic, not to put it into a plastic oh, bag. Yeah. Is it gonna is it gonna, is it gonna infect everything like in the whole place? I was like, oh my god, is it gonna infect everything? Like That's with the funny. With, the, with the yeah, the lactobacteries. It'd be funny if Marcus starts brewing in, in the next season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. He just start there'd be a great character arc. He starts brewing and then he opens up his own brewery. Give him a spin-off <laughs> show about opening a brewery. There you go. I'd love to see that. Well, we know Come he's on. a baker, so it's it, those kind of those two things kind of don't go along. That's, I disagree. Pastry really? stuff? What are you talking about? Baking and beer goes together perfectly. True, but have we ever known a baker who switched over to be a brewer? That's not like you don't really you don't really hear about that. I, I disagree with you. Look at uh, no, I did. So you're not. So clearly, you don't listen to the Bruce interviews. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wine guys will do it. Just it's hard spirits and wine guys will, but guys that are like like pastry like bakers. <laughs> Clearly, you don't listen to the portions of the show that don't have anything to do with you. Yeah. Like, I do not. <laughs> oh, I, had, I should uh, listen my, to those two because those are actual people that I, you know, that I, you know, I'm drinking their beer. I should listen to that. Yeah, I had Mike Mike Arquinas from Mostra who oh, okay. was uh was a chef. He's oh. was his training chef. He does he does he still does uh he still does food pairings where he does he's the chef that prepares the food. So he has nice. an extensive background in uh, culinary arts. So I think I think it goes perfectly if he were to like try to start brewing beer and be like a craft brewer. Okay. Yeah, like, like you could take that show on for maybe like two, three in the fourth year, he's gonna break off and have his own show. That'd be thinking would be pretty cool. Okay. Uh Carmi teaching Tina about caramelizing the onions. Uh and then and then Richie and Fax are like fake fight. They said like MMA. Yeah, it's not like, like a fight. It's like a it's like uh, Richie does this a lot though. Where like they like they just sort of grapple and like kind of pretend they're fighting. And it's like he's like he's like tap out, like tap out, like <laughs> Mate, like Mate, yeah, Mate. Like, Mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Fax, Carmi throws water at them. And they break it up, and Fax is so mad. Like he Fax, snitches. Like they like Fax. Yeah. Like he like snitches. Uh, like snitches. <laughs> Well, he's selling coke. Oh, that's a bad shit. Yeah, that's like a like oh like oh man. <laughs> oh boy. And then he's Richie tells him it wasn't my guess. Guess what? It wasn't my idea. I guess who just guess who's Oh idea yeah, was. and I assume Michael. Michael's the yeah. other one to tell him. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So Mar- Marcus is doing all his experimentation. He's we're falling behind in his normal kitchen duties. He uses that mixer and then he blows the circuit for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he really blow it out? Is it really that that's why it goes out? That thing takes a lot of power and it's old and like uh, probably okay. has like wiring. It probably has so, a yeah. limit, like a time limit of how long you can use it or when you can use it. Like don't use it when everything else is running. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so then, so then they have to store all the meat in uh, sugar and Pete's freezer, and she's upset <laughs> about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Sugar starts yelling at Carmi, saying, like, you only use me Like, you stuff. went to him. Like, why didn't you tell me? Like, because uh, <laughs> he, he knows he's a pushover to the family. And uh, so, but then Carmi tells her, like, hey, I've been going to the meetings, and they have that moment together. She softens but, up. Yeah, she. Yeah. Uh, see, Sam's still a little confused about that. He's going, why is he going, is, does he, is it a possibility that he might have, like, an alcohol problem, too, and he's just going there? You don't just go because, oh, my brother went, and I want to, yeah, you know, you it's, do. It's, yeah, you, you do. do? Yeah, really. It's, a, it's a familial. It's a familial network too. 
I don't know. I just, I mean, it just, to me, I'm like, I'm thinking he might be like having, he's starting to like, maybe he's like, he doesn't, maybe the family has like a, like a history of like alcoholism and maybe he wants to prevent that, like do it up front. Um, yeah. So she softens up. Um, they were, the gas is out down. So they just start oh, yeah. doing a makeshift like barbecue place. Basically, yeah. 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 Day. Although it's not really barbecue, but it's but yeah, they make a makeshift like stove on the outside, and they're basically still selling sam. They're selling the sandwiches, but man, they got those hot, those hot, those like those Chicago dogs. They're like, oh man, it looks good. And they basically pilfer the construction going on across. Oh the yeah, street yeah, to, like, like construction stuff. Like, <laughs> they still all the um, what was it, mortar? What do you call the uh, the blocks, cinder blocks, the cinder blocks? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Marcus is all whiny because he he knows he messed up and blew the circuit out. And Carmen's yeah. like, hey, we all failed. Get get over it. So they need fifty five hundred bucks to fix the place, and fact, so fact is so useless. Like, hey, I got, I got, I got a guy. But yeah, he wants fifty. He wants five thousand five hundred. Like, what do you mean? You don't even, you don't you don't have guys. You just you're making that up. Uh, and so then they realize that there's only one way they're gonna make. Yeah, yeah, Richie. Uh, hey, Richie. No. <laughs> And then of course Richie's being a jerk about it, and he tells Fact like, "Okay, like, say, say my tea. <laughs> <laughs> like say it. Even like, Carby's like, just say it, man." Oh boy, let's see. Uh, let's see the kid. So then, then Sid tells a story about why the catering business oh, yeah, failed. Yeah. That's where you big, get the, too fast. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, so do you think? I, you know, I, I when I watch this with the kids the first time around, I'm like, I'm trying to figure like who, where's the? You know, it's it's bad. We probably I probably shouldn't do it, but you're figuring out where like the love connections are going to occur, and it's are going to be a romance. Do you think there's going to be a romance between Carmi and Sid at some point in time? Um, that's a good question because there is no other romantic interest really. So at least so far, there's really none. I don't know. I thought I thought Richie was gonna be like a thing with it because you know when in the car sure. and they're talking to each other. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not really sure about Carmi yet. I, I I don't see it yet. You know, it's, I, I don't what know. Do you, I I think it's too early for me to tell. What about Marcus and Sid potentially? No, I think I see more like Richie because you know we know he has an ex, but like he's he's already had like a weird communication with her. Yeah. So I, I I mean I know it's you know assume you know I think we project our heterosexual romances immediately. Oh, 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 oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, hey, I want Carmi and Sid to hook up. I get the Richie and Sid because they did have that moment in the car, yeah. and they've been going at it verbally, uh, assaultive of one another, and then but then but then but then Marcus and Sid also have a connection. So. I, the kids yell at me. They're like, "Why does there have to be like a you know romance on the show? It's good as it true. is." Like the, that like is the, true. That's why true do you too. want that? And I think yeah. it's part of like the you know the the traditional narrative, uh, which doesn't really exist anymore, I suppose, because we're all old and the new kids are writing all this stuff now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then we see Sid waking up in her bed with the inspiration for like a Coke braised uh, a protein dish that she writes out in her little thing, and that's pretty much the episode. Did I miss anything? No, that's pretty much it. Like I said, they can't remember these are only like twenty eight minutes long, so they're they're not long episodes. Yeah, what are your thoughts on this episode? Um, it was it was fine. You're still in? Yeah, I'm still in. With oh. the Emmy nominated uh, bear. Yeah, that is correct. Um, what do we got next? Oh, I guess we just got justified now. Okay. Yeah, the justifieds. Prime awful episode eight. The question is that what that's called? Oh, yeah. For some reason, I have, like, episode four. I must have made a mistake on that. Okay. I know it's episode eight, though. Sure. Don't take me back with, for more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Man, another episode where stuff's starting to happen. I almost feel like they should have uh, made this, you know, earlier on and cut cut some of the episodes out previously. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you one thing. Listening to the last episode, we I didn't predict any of this stuff right. <laughs> well, we knew that everybody had to die at some point. You know, we we know that we know that the that Cle- uh, Clements has to die and the Albanians have to die. We know that. And, you know, and that does, it just happens differently. We thought they were going to have a shootout. We're gonna, they were going to kill them, but, t- you know, things just turn out differently. But we're, I was, we were right that those two parties have to die. Uh, so, so we, we, we start out where we left off with the Albanian singing Clement and Ray. And for some reason they go to, at that Skander's place, right? The secret room. Yeah. The secret room. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they take him. I don't know why they take them there. Well, because they want to use that as like, because they well, because ultimately what they do to uh, Clemens, that's why they take him there, just to like, just to hold him up in the wall, like you know. It's, it makes no sense. They should just kill him. Like I don't, I don't know why they would want him just to hold him up and like, oh, he. I just guess died technically they're not killing him. Eventually he's gonna die. Eventually he's gonna die. Obviously, but yeah. But why don't they just shoot him? him? But why don't they just shoot him? Because then, then they're murdering him. Then they are yeah. murdering him. <laughs> but they are murderers. Though. Holding them up in the wall is different. Yeah. Like, you know. What? <laughs> He'll survive with the food they're there for like a couple of weeks. Hey, somebody might come by to get him. You know. Apparently, and then someone does. Apparently, they do. <laughs> yeah. The plot demands that somebody does come. Oh my gosh! So Carolyn's there, which is kind of the the somewhat of a plot twist. And so the deal is that she gives. Yeah, but up we know Clement. that we know that she's involved. She's you know we know that she's a part of it too, though. So the deal is she gives up Clement and Raylan and the ledger go free. Yeah. And then they go free. Then you go free. Uh and then and then, like I said, and then silly because then then the Albanians just lock Clement up in uh Skender's safe room to right. have a slow, painful death. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna take about two weeks probably. I believe he has food in there and stuff. Uh let's see. So Maureen is the cop that they're uh, that they go after because she's God, the one. I just that, called her Reddit. Uh, I don't even I don't even remember her name <laughs> in the thing. I didn't know they didn't realize yeah. it either. Oddly enough, she's like Maureen. the only one that has like balls really too. Sorry, quote, no, to quote, to quote. Like she's like telling him, like, hey, like, like, like if like because if I go down, you like you're going down too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the like, uh, it's it's like the steroid. It's like the uh, the Bash Brothers, like because no, they're no they, snitching. Yeah, no snitching. They're all corrupt cops. I mean, let's let's be honest here. Everybody in this program is has done something illegal. Even like Raylan and the good in the in the 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 guys that are with them. That one guy that took the evidence. That's not illegal. Like you can't, you know, everything, everybody has done illegal stuff in this program. Even the lawyers corrupt, like, you know, oh, yeah. the, you know, so she even says, uh, you guys do more stuff. Yeah, exactly. While I'm, while I'm making my kids lunch, like yeah. you guys, in the morning, yeah, you guys are like, doing worse stuff. Yeah. And like, if I go, cause if I go down, like you're going down to <laughs> <laughs> no snitching. <laughs> I love, that line. I love that line because this comes out of nowhere. Like the song's all like they're all friends, and then but but if I go down, then you're going down too. Uh so Carolyn's fine for this judge judge position. So she goes and talks to one of the uh the people that's gonna hire and says, like, hey, your boss has friends in the ledger, so I can uh, I can be an ally. Yeah, that uh, is kind of a weird thing too. It's almost like and she's still doing corrupt stuff, so it's still it's still weird. Raylan and Carolyn are back in bed. And then I guess Raylan has like a change of heart. And so he's like, I can't just leave him there to die. And so she, and and I think at this point she knows, like she knows, like she's like, get back in bed. And he's like, Oh no, I, you know, I got, and and she's like, Oh, kind of rolls her eyes. Like, (laughs) Oh God, here we go again. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm not sure why he has to go in the middle of the night, though. Can he just wait till the next morning? Yeah, wait till the morning. Like I said, the guy does have it, it's it's a panic room. It's meant to hold you up for like a while. Oh boy. Uh, so then when he gets, so then I don't like this plot device either. He, when he gets there, he opens it up and oh, Clemens yeah. gone. The door's open and Clemens gone. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it says like two hours. Two hours before. before. <laughs> like, <laughs> hate that. <laughs> hate that. Yeah, this kind of works. I'm thinking like, oh gosh, okay. Obviously, we know he's gonna get out, but like, 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 you know, it's just weird how like. That guy's got like nobody can go with that guy either. Like the one, like the the bodyguard guy can't go with him. Like nobody, he goes by himself. It's yeah, like, it's on so crutches weird. with the with on the crutches. broken leg. <laughs> Probably like on like on some some uh, medications that you know for pain and stuff like that. Obviously for me, the guy's a broken leg, so you know he's like on what is it, oxycodone, which will come into uh, another episode. But he's probably on that. And we already and we already know that he's not he's not a tough Albanian. Like, yeah, he's, he's not the brightest fall. bulb. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. The, and he's not the, and he's a slight guy too. He's not you know. Oh my gosh! So and so the guy lets him go, and he gives him a piece, like say, "Okay, go get your manhood back." <laughs> Silly. Yeah. Uh, oh, like I'll go with you. Oh, oh, hold on. Let me, me and me and Andre will go with you to the uh, to <laughs> yeah. Uh, just go by yourself here. <laughs> uh, so Kersey goes back to his place and uh, opens the door, and then I gives Clement the opportunity to kill uh, easily. I think, I like, think, he's, I think he's dead now. I think he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Albanian guy should have got some like a night vision, like the Jurassic Park night vision when he went in there. Uh, Raylan warns, warns Carolyn that he's free, uh, and then Clement goes immediately to the old folks' home and starts uh, taking out all the Albanians. Yeah, although I guess I guess in a certain sense they have to do it this way too, because if he doesn't, if Raylan doesn't know he's gone, I assume that he kills he kills the lawyer, right? If 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 it probably kills probably might kill Raylan too, or talk him to death, either one of the two, <laughs> or sing a song for him. But I think it's more that Raylan's there. To see, to warn them, and give them a without the warning, things might go do, the butterfly effect, which is actually what. Well, gosh, man, I forgot that this is actually mentioned in the uh, the book, the butterfly effect thing. Yeah, uh, the the Jurassic Park. Is yeah, part mentioned. of chaos theory and non. Yeah, the butterfly thing. effect. <laughs> Once again, it rears its ugly head. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so Raylan goes to Carolyn and waits for Clement, and in in a, then they have that conversation. We could have been like friends and stuff like that. Uh, and then, and as I predicted, with the conversation with Raymond that happened a few episodes, where Raymond says he shot the guy at the bar and he didn't have anything on him, oh, and yeah. Raylan's like, "Oh yeah, you drew on him because he had a weapon." And then Raymond's like, "I don't know if he had one or not." When Clement says, "I have something for you," he yeah, reaches yeah, in. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he in. yeah, he yeah, he, he wasn't he's not reaching for a he just blows him away. It's almost it's very anticlimactic too. It's just it's yeah. very anticlimactic. Well, because you're expecting a showdown, and you don't get yeah. the damn showdown. The it's like, yeah, I'm just going to give you my tape. I'm going to give you my <laughs> tape, and it's like, it just blows them away. The AI writer on this has been been professing a showdown that's going to have an inevitable yeah. showdown between Clement and Raylan shooting yeah. it out, and Raylan just shoots him when he's trying to hand over his demo tape. Yeah. Come the on. move should be he's, he goes and pulls out his the cassette with one hand, but the but really he's left-handed. With his left hand, he's reaching for his gun. So that yeah. should be the move. But no, he shoots him when he's grabbing the cassette. It's like, yeah. oh, come on. He should have the he should have the cassette in the counter. And as he's reaching for it as a yeah. distraction, he pulls out the gun and tries to shoot. Exactly. Raylan. Like, like and, I'm actually left-handed. And he pulls out the gun from the other <laughs> side. And, and he has the, and he holds the tape, the cassette up, and Raylan shoots through the cassette through Clement. <laughs> we just, he just like, like shoots him three <laughs> times in the gut, too. It's not even like it's just like, man. Well, here, well, here's the thing, and then the I, in my in my scene, the tape shatters as Clemens being shot. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but here's the thing, the you bring up a great point. Does Clement die in this episode? 
I'm pretty sure he does. In you fact, don't see he, you. Do, you do not see him. He don't die, see, but though. he does say he does say like I think I'm dying, and then like he just passes out. You're right he, though. No, it's possible. Oh, he doesn't awesome. pass. He doesn't pass out. I don't. I think. thought he passed out. I, I don't think. He, he I, like, do I think he does. I think. I don't he think does. he's yes, dead. He I don't think he's dead. But when he goes like call EMS, the lawyer's not going to allow that to happen. Remember, she tells him, "Oh no, yeah. I'm call- no no I'm calling the mortuary to get you." So yeah, even but- if he's not dead. They're probably stepping on his. They're probably killing him, right? So like, yeah, but no, you know what Raylan's doing, right? Raylan's calling the EMS. <laughs> you think so? Good. I don't think so. This could be like a flashback, like for like the next, like see, like the next series. <laughs> I think he's alive. I think I. I so my thing is, I don't. I don't think mm-hmm. he's dead. I don't know. I don't think he's dead. He did uh, three shots in the gut. Like um, okay, that's fine. I'll put back the tank. Back Barely the tank. an inconvenience. <laughs> uh, and that's we go back. Uh, we go to the. the the future the Raylan's boss is retiring and and then Raylan realizes that he needs to to quit to retire because um he basically shot an innocent man whether he's dead or not we don't know but he basically shot him with that he was the the shooting was not justified unlike most of his other shooting. I, I must have missed that I thought, I thought, I thought he's giving no, like I, I'm saying that you know he gets oh, off oh. it's Raylan yeah 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 nothing happens in fact in fact we find out that he's like being recommended to be chief now it's yeah like, hey, what happened here like <laughs> So he retires. We see him painting the house, and Will is back with Nin- Winona, Gosh, man, the, the I ex-wife. I can't stand, man. I I do not <laughs> like the, uh, the I don't like the ex-wife. And in fact, and it oh and it, I like it, Winona. It carries over to this app to the other to the regular oh, yeah. justified. I can't. Yeah. I don't like her. I don't like her. Jeez, you like Ava better. You like Ava better. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> but man, I think I already figured out the Ava plot, or I think I already figured that Uh-oh. out already. Uh, and then a special guest appearance in this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blant- the Blantons. <laughs> the, yeah. The, Bla- the Blantons bourbon. <laughs> yeah, we, which is funny, which is ironic, because it's it's awesome. Because we're watching these, like, like like going, like, you know, like, so we're in episode five of Regular Justified. Like, they he's mentioned in that. And then the father's, his father's mentioned in the episode, too. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the Blantons bourbon that uh, Carolyn gives Raylan for the retirement. Oh, the, 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 oh that yeah. That bottle. That's yeah. a high-level bottle, man. Oh, yeah. With the little horsey, the little horsey emblem on the top. <laughs> yeah, the Blantons. <laughs> Blant. uh, so he's on the boat with Willa. Uh, and then we get to this this horribly long uh, epilogue with, oh, uh, just talking with Boyd Crowder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But he also gets like the phone. Was it First he gets that phone call. He gets a phone call and it says, I think it says Marshall. It's some obviously somebody he knows from the from the department. Oh no, uh, no, 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 my bad. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're right. He gets an Amber Alert. My bad. Yes. Get that back. You're right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. he, so we get this long scene with the uh, with Boyd Crowder, who we, who you kind of know, but not really. It, in, you know what's a here's a weird thing. That dude looks better than he did in the in the in the justified. <laughs> he must have had work, work. done on him. He's got more Botox. hair now. Yeah, he's got Botox. He's got more hair. And it's like, wait a minute, what just happened here? Uh, so he's like a preacher in prison, and he has a flock. Uh, but apparently, he has some type of uh, 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 ailment that he needs to go get treatment yeah, for, which we probably fake. It's probably like a fake thing. It's a, uh, but we also see like he's a reformed prisoner. He's no longer like in the white power <laughs> thing. Like I think he burns yeah. off. He burns off the one tattoo in his arm. He's he's preaching love now. He's all about love now. So when they transport him, he's screaming at the back. We see, did we see that? What's the one actor that Louis I don't, I don't know. He's like an everything. He's like a Hispanic guy. He's like an, he's like he's almost like that hard hearty like a Hispanic guy. <laughs> Uh, Luis Guzman, I just got. Oh yeah, for yeah, some yeah, reason yeah, I pulled yeah. that yeah. out. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm not sure why he's in there. I, there, there. There's a there's a reason why he's there. I can't remember why. Um, oh, okay. 
It's like a yeah, Easter yeah, he's egg. Just kinda like he's just oh, is that why? Because like yeah, it's, it's just kind of weird. Of some sort. I oh, think. I see. I see. So 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 Boyd's screaming in the back. They finally pull over, and then they real you realize that the female guard is in cahoots with the Boyd. Apparently, uh, apparently Boyd has a pretty high char- ca- charisma. Thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, for I mean, sure. He, I mean, he got Ava, so it's yeah. like it's like uh, that, that still don't make any sense. It's like he's a, pre- he's a preacher man. He's true, like he's, got a, he has he's like the bad of, guy, but he's yeah. also the preacher. Yeah, yeah, high, uh, high, uh, high charm, high uh, level. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and Nathan has that cool car in the end. I forgot, I forgot what the the it's model is. It's a Mustang, is. isn't it? Is it like a Mustang? But it's an old Mustang. No, it's not. A, it's not a Mustang. No, that's it's not. not it's not, not like a '67 Mustang fast. No, it's not. A, but it's an older like muscle car. It's not a Mustangs have that certain look to them, unless it's like a specific type. Everybody knows the way those Mustangs look from back in the days. No, no, it's a cool looking car, and it's like. And it's kind of funny because they're going to Mexico and they, you're talking about like the music like that. Like th- it is like Desperados type of like a, <laughs> like a thing. Like, hey, we're going now we're going to Mez- like Mezcal. Like oh, yeah, drink some Mezcal. Yeah, yeah. So they escape and then we go back to uh, Rayland on the boat and that's where you get that FBI warning on his oh, phone. Oh, yeah, the Amber Alert, which I yeah. at first I was like, why would he get that? But then I guess the number, the phone number is attached to that area, the Kentucky area. So he would get that. And then, the, then he gets a call from the Euro, U.S. Marshal's office, and then until the is it it's the will he or won't he answer exactly. that? And well, of course, you're like <laughs> hey, like ratings like dictate. Do, do we get a new season or do we not? And you know those guys are like crossing their fingers. Well, you, oh, now right now you ain't getting anything because the riders are on strike, so you're not getting crap right now. But uh, you know, it, it just it was a disappointing series in general. Yeah. Why didn't um, they just make it about the Boyd character? It's it's so weird. Like just make it about him. You know. It's been ten, uh, what, ten years or something like that from the from the original Justified. Probably longer than that. Thirteen or I think it's ten to thirteen years. Why not just make it about him? Did we really need this side story? Yeah. Uh, that Boyd Crowder actor is a pretty big actor. I don't know. If, oh, I, don't yeah. know if, I don't know if they could book him for a season. He's a um. He's like he's a, he's what do you call those guys? A character actors. You see yes. him in a lot of stuff. You, you don't know his name, but he's in everything. Walton Goggins. I, I know his name. Really? Wow. Yeah. I would have never forget about it. Yeah, don't forget he was in. Uh, he did a he did a pretty good role in Hateful Eight, even though I didn't like that movie. He's, oh he's man, Hateful is Hateful Eight, Eight the uh, what is that? Quint- the, the Tarantino uh, one. Quentin with the Christopher. It's a thing. It's a thing. Basically, they use the music. They use the music in the snow and, and every, it, every I mean, it, is, it is a thing. I mean, they're stuck in a cabin, and you want to know they don't know who's it. Oh, they don't okay. know who who like the. Uh, they know they're going to say it, but I couldn't even watch that movie all the way through. So. <laughs> That's the one where like the gimp is underneath the basement the whole time and like where did he come from? Uh, I guess I started watching because I couldn't I couldn't get past like the first like I think thirty or forty five minutes. Yeah, it's movie. it's not very good. I'm not you know I'm not a big Tarantino fan. Of and Jennifer, with, so. Jen, what's her name? Uh, the uh, yes, the one actress, the the one that won the Academy Award for one of the movies, but she was also in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Jennifer Jason Lee. Yes, that's she, she got like her face slapped around. She's like she's kind of plays like a crazy character. Dahmer goo with whatever something Dahmer goo. <laughs> Yeah, with uh, Kurt Russell and Sam Jackson again, and uh, Walton Goggins. Why are you giving me a fist? Oh, I gotta, I gotta uh, take a break. Okay, let's take a little break here. All right. So, is it we just got justified? Is that it? Yeah. Or uh, primeval? No, we just did primeval. Yeah, yeah. Now we just got the episode five, I believe. Oh, I can't believe we got through all this pretty quick. Uh, the Lord of War and Thunder? Yeah. Episode and that's actually five? mentioned later on in the episode. What does it refer to? The dad? Arlen? That is correct. The uh, the grand no, the grandfather, actually. Oh. 
Yeah, Arlo starts talking about like uh like his uh, his dad was just was worse than like him. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a... Which makes sense though. It kind of it does. You know, when he's talking about this, I have to admit this episode does make sense from that perspective. Like you you thought I was bad as your father. You didn't know my your grandfather. Yeah. Uh, we start out with Raylan on a stakeout. They're looking for uh, Wilson Toomey. Um, yeah. And so he said the, the stakeout, nothing's happening with the stakeout. They can't see him in there. So Raylan's just like, ah, I'm going to go pose as a, uh, as a, like a, a landscaping guy. He's like randomly, I'm going to go <laughs> over there. And, uh, you know. He's good looking though. So he's like, he, he, he could pull that off. Like I'm going to take my shirt off. Does that really work? That was, I don't <laughs> seem like, wait a minute. Why would you be over here doing this work? Do you realize good looking people get away with everything? Like, I get, <laughs> like we would, I wouldn't know that. True. True. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to the, he goes to the door and knocks on it and says, Hey, you know, I'll, uh, I'll do yard work for food. If, uh, if you like the work that I do, which is yeah. like, Hey, do whatever you want. It's a free country. Uh, he's telling Ava the story over beer. So, he, so yeah, he's already hooking up with Ava again. <laughs> after, after what's his face explicitly told him, like, you can't sleep with her. Like, uh, oh, and no, he told her like, I can't sleep with you. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. No, he, no, he's, every, I think every, every chance he gets, he's with her now. That's funny. Uh, and then we see, so then we see Arlo. Yeah. Have we been introduced to Arlo prior or no? no? Well, I think he's, I don't know if the name has been, obviously we know yeah. that he has a, has a hard a uh, father. And yeah. I, 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 at this point I forgot that Arlo is his name. So I have no idea who the okay. guy is. So until okay. they mentioned him, like, I have no idea who he is. So he goes in with the bat and tees up the house, uh, and destroys it. Uh, and then calls the, the police in and it's, it's a kind of a whole elaborate plot. Probably too maybe too elaborate for someone like yeah. of his. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it gets even more elaborate toward towards the end. I, I have my theories about what's going on and what's going to happen with the futures of like certain characters. So he intentionally falls asleep on the couch, and the cops nab him. And he's basically saying, "I own this place, and I rented out to this guy, but this guy isn't paying his rent. So I right. I tossed up the place so the guy can pay his rent." Um, and so when the guy shows up, he's like, "Yeah." You know, you can arrest him or what? And so ultimately, they they agree that Arlo's going to pay for the damages in order to not be arrested. But then, as they're going to shake hands, Arlo hits him in the the uh, the genitals, and then he gets arrested because you know yeah. that'll do it. Uh, let's see, Arlo. Uh, I'm sorry, Avery and uh, Raylan are are getting hot and heavy, and that's when the phone call comes in, and it's it's. It's Raylan's stepmom, but he calls her Aunt Helen. Helen, for yeah. some reason. Yeah, and it's kind of weird because you don't. I mean, stuff is clarified at the uh, you know towards the end as it goes by, like, and you realize that he actually likes her. And in fact, there's that one line where it's like, "I didn't come back for him; I came back for you." So, yeah. and then we find out why that basically, whenever like Arlo, his father gets into a rage, she took him. She would take him out of the house to her house. So, so you know, so you realize that she's not a bad person. She's hard. She's at heart at a, but she's not a bad person. Yeah, so she he goes and visits her and tell and she tells him, "Hey, you got to bail out your dad." Yeah, uh, when I say bail, I mean you got to pay for it too. That's it. that was the other <laughs> funny thing. Like, I don't have the money. I think even I think even Raylan says like it's considered like a wedding gift or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> later on he says, oh, yeah. uh, "So the guy who's renting the house visits the aunt with two thugs, right? That are supposedly cousins. His cousins, yeah, quote unquote cousins." And he's saying, "Hey, when I first rented the place, Arlo said that there's a spot in in in." The behind the closet, like a secret, like a false uh, panel where I can put stuff in. And when, as soon as he came, it's now what was in there was gone. 
Yeah. So they start roughing her up, and then she pulls oh. a knife. Oh, also earlier, early on too in that episode when when Arlo's like smashing everything in his place, he goes to like a like a a barrel and he's burning something, and I assume that's what I think he's burning up in in the. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that. Um, now I don't know he's if that comes back. I don't know if that's what I think it is. But we find out later on that there's oxycodone drugs. Is he burning that up in that in that uh, container? I don't think so. Why would he burn it? He would take it and sell it, probably. No. Why, why would I he get rid of it? I, I don't know. I, because um, obviously he's going to keep some of it. But it looks. But I swear he's like burning something in there. I saw him throw the SIM card of the phone in there, which seems a little. Advanced oh, is that his, what he's burning? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Yeah, but 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 it's a big fire for that little SIM card. It's like a, yeah, it's, yeah. Like a garbage it's, it's, fire. it's like a barrel of stuff. So that's why I was like, <laughs> yeah. maybe, he threw, maybe he threw the majority of it there. But he obviously he's going something. He's kept some of it. Uh, let's see. They rough her up a little bit. Um, and then the ants cleaning up and, uh, and we find out that Arlo's had a heart attack and he has PTSD. Yeah. He's a Vietnam veteran. Um, let's see. And he has like a, he has like, he has like anxiety and depression and all sorts of stuff. Bipolar, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Bipolar. That's it. That's it. In fact, he even tells him at the end when he's in the hospital for the second time, he's like, He's like, hey, like, what do you think about that? It's it's all it's like I think it's all like <laughs> foolish. He's like telling because you know, I mean, you know, like older people don't like yeah. to talk. You know, we don't talk about nope. that stuff. Yeah, nope, nope, like nope. It's nope. It's, it's, it's it's not real. That's not me. Well, that's supposed to make you make you like weak and like a weak oh, person to have that absolutely. Stuff. So Arlo's yeah. an old school, old school man. Old oh, school, yeah. you can't uh, you can't admit to that stuff. You have to ignore it and deny it, right? Exactly. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Raylan talks to the rancher and saying, Hey, you know, you, you, you got to leave them alone. If, if Arlo comes again, just give me a call. And um, also Stan explains the situation to him, but you know, he's lying. You know, he's not being telling you everything about his, his, his situation. Uh, we get introduced to Vasquez. Who's going to be a recurring character, um, Wait, in the Vasquez. show. Who's like the attorney, the district attorney or like, Oh the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah a special counsel, whatever the heck he is. And so Winona's there doing like the uh, stenography. Yeah. Um, well, with- actually, this is interesting too, because Ava comes back in the sink and she's doing her disposition yes. on the, uh, on the uh, Boyd's, Boyd's shooting, yes. which is weird because what happened to her first case where then she shoots him, she shoots her husband. What happened to that case? Like, have we, have they talked about that? Like the, uh, did she not blow away uh, the husband? If I'm not mistaken, or maybe both. Maybe maybe the no, back because, to back. Uh, no, because the assistant DA says that we're here. I'm here for the the Boyd stuff, uh, you know. And then, hey, I'm sorry, but my normal secretary's not here. But uh, the the ex Winona. is here. Yeah, yeah, Winona. And then Winona has to excuse herself because Raylan's involved. She rec- and, is it okay. recuses herself yes. because she. Yes. Uh, which is kind of it's a weird scene with her and the district attorney because she almost seems like she's in control of the thing. Did you notice <laughs> that? Like, I'm not sure yeah, there's an yeah, acting. Yeah. She's like, "Well, yeah, you do that. Like, yeah, yeah, you do that, Bishop. Like, give me. Oh. I don't want. I can't be in." It's like, wait a minute. Is he got something going on with her? Because it's like she's like listening to her. Like, wait a minute. You're my assistant. You're not. Like, I'm the DA. Like, why are you telling me what to do? See, good-looking people get to do whatever they yeah, want. I guess you're right. <laughs> Was it just like, she's yeah. bossing around Vasquez. Yeah, like it's like the DA, <laughs> assistant DA. Come on, and man. she's like a stenographer. She's like telling him what to do. That's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't make this doesn't make. He must be having. He must be sleeping with her because there's no way that. To, come on, she's married. She has the husband at the house. <laughs> so so like so, I mean I mean we ultimately we know she's gonna mess around again. Oh, <laughs> we know oh, that man, she's gonna carry Willow. So come on. 
Uh, let's see. So then Arlo goes to the diner and takes a bat to the to the quote unquote cousins. Yeah. And then in the process has like I guess another heart attack. Heart, yeah, another heart attack or at least a cardiac arrest or something like that. They don't see, it, but it's probably a cardiac arrest. But the, the, I, I, this whole episode, they're trying to show you how much of a like a hard a that the father is. Like this guy yeah. doesn't he doesn't care. He you know. But there is one. There is one funny scene. I think. I think. I think it's after this scene when he when uh when when uh the son Raylan takes him in and he's telling he tells uh um he tells a uh, Raylan like how many people have you shot, and then he looks at him like I haven't shot anybody. So like you're worse than me. <laughs> like, like he doesn't say how many people you kill, but like he knows. Like you know, like you think I'm bad. You're worse than me. Uh, the stakeout finally pays off for Raylan. They get the guy. He gets his guy. Well, you, know, you know what's weird in that? Scene? What is the point of that? Is that side story going to play like late, later no, on? This is gonna, no. It's just like a random like like yeah. There's story. going after. There's going after someone. Other than the fact that it's keeping him in that area, I guess is that what the point is? I don't know. But you know what's weird about that? It 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 it, it takes a long time to unfold. Where's the backup at? Like, why is it taking it? Why, why aren't they? Yeah, busting yeah, in yeah. With shotguns. <laughs> there's a backup. Like, back, not to mention that he has a mic on. He's got a yeah, mic. It's like there's a the man like, right there. Like, like go, go, go. Get across go. the street. Yeah. <laughs> what's her face? Like, the, uh, the the sidekick and the uh, commander, the, the chief guy. They're like, eh, they they're probably out to lunch at this point. <laughs> they're probably like, yeah, Raylan's got this. We're we're gonna take. We're on, no, I think they're out to lunch. Like the they took off the headset. They're off to lunch. Uh, I was wondering, like, what the heck's the backup? Is? You're right. There's no backup. He's talking into it, like, and he even tells like the wife. And when he, it, there's something I noticed in the scene too. When he gets into the house, and then he's like, and he, you know, obviously he cajoles his way in there to go to the bathroom. There's something weird though, because I, the actor that, that Timothy Oliphant is not that big of a guy. Either he's not a very right. big guy, or the right. actor who they get to play that the uh, the 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 fugitive is huge yeah. because that he too. looks tiny. It's a both, yeah. a little bit both. Yeah, because he's like, I'm like, oh, oh man, he, uh, Raylan's gonna get like manhandled by this guy, but no, he takes me down. <laughs> he's like, don't run, like don't, yeah, morning, don't, don't run. run, like don't do it. But like, wait a minute, you're like 90 pounds, he's like 200. I'm surprised Raylan just doesn't shoot him, right? Raylan shoot, yeah, Raylan shoots yeah, first, first shoot ask him. questions exactly, later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. So then Arlo talks about you're right, the father's worse than me, but I'm bipolar. Uh, and then we get introduced to another Crowder. There's all, there's all the whole town's full of Crowders. We get introduced to Johnny Crowder. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And there's like a whole weird long baseball. They apparently have kids, <laughs> each other's kids, and it's that weird baseball scene uh, they have. He's not like a, he, I assume he owns that bar that he goes to. He's like, he's probably the owner of the bar. It's like a dive bar where they sell like, you know, booze. And, but he's out in the back with a couple of, couple of uh, ladies. Yeah. And then he just like this whole like yeah I answered your question if you if I throw some pictures to you like wait go like wait a minute this shows a little dated too because he says hit one and I'll tell you oh and yeah he, and he yeah. goes do you have a bat and he says of course I have a bat do you think I'm a and, yeah. and he says a, a derogatory a <laughs> you can't say that like yeah, that doesn't fly anymore that's back in the day you can say that, that. Uh, yeah. yeah 10, 15 years ago you can't oh, yeah, use that yeah, word yeah. anymore although no I do I feel that there's some some shows that still do that they, mm -mm. like hey if you want to make it mm -mm. spread it off realistic you have to do it you can't pull back. Gotta pull back. Can't say that word. Like I'm gonna say it. Like it's I'm realistic. Gonna, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Especially if you're gonna portray the characters as being hicks and rednecks and and racist. I'm not saying that that he he is specifically. You know, you gotta you show me show me that you are then. Uh, and I'll tell you one thing right now. I'll tell you one thing right off the bat. To use the pun, uh, Raylan's never held a bat. <laughs> the, oh no! Oh, you, oh, well, well, no! 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 <laughs> no! 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 This is perfect because he tells them what's your average. Oh, that's true. He, he mentions that's the Mendoza line of two hundred. <laughs> so it's 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 true. Okay, he's a he's a okay. little league kid who you know two hundred the Mendoza line. If you're two hundred below, you can't hit a ball. So the Mendoza you get, you get line. Lucky. What's that? You never heard of the Mendoza line? What's that? 
Oh, come on, Joe. We've been, you've been playing baseball this time and you've never heard of the Mendoza line. What's Mendoza it, it, line? It's, it's named after a, a Major League Baseball player, obviously Mendoza. I know. And we, we were talking about this, that George Brett's the one that coined the phrase because he heard it, that there's a guy over there that his name's, he, you know, he's hitting 200 and we call it the Mendoza line. You, if you're not hitting above this 200, you shouldn't be playing baseball. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's like the, you, you're below there, you shouldn't be playing Major League Baseball. That's the Mendoza line. Never heard of it. No, making, I, I, making, I know you've heard up. of it, but it's probably something you just forgot about. You're making that up. No, I'm not. I tell you, George Brett's the one that coined the, uh, remember, <laughs> I was watching the Little League thing, and George Brett was like on there doing an interview because he's from Al Segundo. So, so I was oh, like, yeah. nice. And, they, and oh, by the way, they won the championship. I, I don't know if I mentioned that. Nice. Al Segundo won the world championship. We gonna, is, uh, were they sponsored by the brewery? No, but it's funny because uh, one of the uh, the one the Whittier the Whittier brew uh, beer store we go to, they were like pumping it up, like, "Hey, like, come down and buy your El Segundo." <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, but if they're not a part of it, they... <laughs> oh, that would be cool to like Chico's Bail Bonds, like like El Segundo, uh, like brewery. Yeah, for sure, I would do that. Yeah, uh, of course he hits the ball, and, and uh, or a can. What is he throwing? Rock? He's throwing rocks. Rocks. At him, He's I throwing think. rocks. At him. First he tries to hit him, like all right. <laughs> Back him off the plate. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta get a block. You gotta go high and inside well, and knock him yeah. off the plate. Yeah, uh, hillbilly heroin is Percocet. Is that what it? Oh, no, oxy, oxycodone, oxy. which I, which I had mentioned. Remember, I mentioned the other episode. Oxycodone's yeah. like that designer dr- painkiller drug that you get addicted to. In I fact, the Rush Limbaugh was addicted to it. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. I never heard that before. But it's like it must be. It's really good. I mean, like you know, you know, Rush Lim- Rush Limbaugh, the the broadcaster guy, he was addicted to it. So yeah. And so Perkins is moving that stuff around. So yeah, so Raylan goes to Perkins's oh, place, which oh, is Arlo's oh, joint. And, oh, and well, you, you left something out, though. You left something out. What are they about? Um, uh, Crowder gives Raylan a word of advice that hey, I'm a, it's a, it's about Ava, that uh, Boyd's father is getting out of jail soon, Bo, and he's going to come after Ava. Oh, and he, so he, killed so he the, warned. So she he killed warned. the the brother and yeah, she killed, yeah, he killed my son. He she killed his son, so, or not killed him, but she obviously you know she shoots him. But well, the, no, so, she, but she killed she killed the husband, oh, which was Boyd's brother. So she killed. Oh the yeah, son oh yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah, yeah. You killed my son and shot the brother. <laughs> they got the whole <laughs> like family. <laughs> so obviously now there's something. Something obviously there's something going on with Ava where she's you know it's like, and I know Ava's probably going to get killed in this. She's either I like I say I have my conspiracy theories, and, and as something else happens later on too that I think might involve Ava. But I'll get to it when we come up to it. Okay. Uh, let's see. So Raylan visits Perkins and finds the oxy conveniently hidden in that exactly. Place. It's like, wait a minute, I wouldn't let you go back there. And it's it's true though. Like, why would I put that back there? Like, only like a little bit. And then he ultimately confesses too, though. Uh, and then we we find out that Arlo's taking seventy five thousand dollars worth yeah. of stuff. So Does he, still, gonna, he still have it. But I'll tell you one thing: they play it. it off good though. Like, I I don't have it. And even like the because <laughs> then even like. Because like in our minds, we're assuming that Helen has planted. Because the guy has a heart attack. There's no way he can plant this. Yeah. Unless it happened way back in the past, maybe like you know, maybe a week before or whatever. And Raylan says, "Arlo's up here. It had yeah. to be you. You had to." But she plays it off real good. Like I didn't do this. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute." So then I start coming up with theories in my head. If Helen didn't do it, and and Arlo didn't do it, wait a minute. Is it possible that Ava probably planted this stuff for them? Because remember early on in the in the episode, um, Helen calls Ava up to ask if Raylan is there. She oh, knows yeah. that they're hooked up and they're a thing. So it's kind of like, yeah. a, wait, wait a minute, why did he contact Ava? Does she know? Like, is it possible that somehow, and maybe Ava wants to keep Raylan there, 
hey, if I can keep Raylan here, oh. you know, like I'll go plant this and like, you know, and you know, and obviously she likes him. She's, you know, she's, she's all over him. Right. But, so, but I know Ava's going to either get killed or get busted for doing something. Cause I know she don't come out in the future. And there's a reason why he hooks up with his ex again. So yeah, that, right. that, that was my theory. Like with, uh, with Ava. And then we see the tombstones at the very end. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird too because it's it has their tombstones, but they're not even dead yet. Is it? Is that, is that weird? Is that not kind of yeah. weird? Well, when you buy the plot, I mean, it's it's their it's home, house. so you, like you start pre- you start prepping it. I guess I don't know. It's kind of morbid, yeah, but, right? Yeah, is that is weird. Like I can't imagine every day looking at my headstone and I'm not even there yet. And that was the uh, episode. I have to admit, uh, I do like, I do, I like this episode. I actually, I really like this. And it's, you know, like I said, I like the Ava character, and I like, and I like, and I like the Arlo character, and you know, the parents. I thought it made sense how, like, how hard they are, you know, and the fact that the uh, the aunt and Helen is not really a bad person because, like I said, she defended him when he was a kid. Right. So we see that she's actually on his side, and she's like, you know, I like you, even though I'm with, the, you know, your dad, who's a pretty, you know, pretty much a creep. Yeah. I, you know, I like him, you know, so yeah, I like the characters. And that covers everything. Yeah. I think. So I we're think at, so. we're out of, we're out of a uh, prime awful territory. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> until, um, until like next season. Well, no, I'm not doing it. No, no, there can't be no next no season. They yeah. want to do it with Boyd, but uh, uh, well, you couldn't do it because you'd have to watch all the Boyd stuff first. So. Oh, I'll be done by that time. By the time, <laughs> time the writers come back, by the time the writers come back, it's gonna be like three years or like yeah, five years. We are available to be scabs if they want to hire us as writers. <laughs> yeah, can I write? I'll, no, I'll yeah, be can scabs. I can write. Oh, yeah. Come on, we could write Prime Awful so much better. Come on. Yeah, I'm going. Are you in. kidding me? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to submit my uh, like <laughs> Prime Prime Awful season two. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So Bordeaux Prime Awful, um, winning times tomorrow. Wait, can we do Monday early? Because I'm uh, it's a holiday. Don't forget. Oh, really? Holiday. Yeah. So it's uh, what is it? Memorial Day, Labor Day? Is it? I don't no, know. No idea. Something, something on Monday. No idea. Halloween maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do we can do an earlier one. Okay, on, that's uh, that's fine. Monday. And then we have uh, Ahsoka. Gosh. I might just do one more episode if nothing's happening. It's this too late. Wa- like you're, you, it's like you no, can't stop. No, it's, it's too late. Not, it's, it's too not. late for me, my son. <laughs> I might have to drop on that one. I don't know. It's only thirty uh, minutes, isn't it? Or is it longer? That last one I think was shorter than that. No, they're really like, so get Once you get short, as long as it's under thirty shorter, minutes, I can do it. I can do anything under thirty minutes. Uh, we're gonna have to find a new book. I'll look at some books and uh, mm-hmm. and I'll send you some mm-hmm. options there. Uh, mm-hmm. Are the are the main is the main card on yet or no? Um, it might be because they're in a break right now, so it might be. What time is it? Twelve o'clock. It started at nine. It might be actually. Okay. Any other final thoughts? No, no, none that I can think of. All right. This is Bevon. I'm Leonard, and I'm Gregory, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>